Good morning, everybody. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, how's everybody doing this morning? Doing well. Let's well, start out. Oh, great. Ready for some adventures. Yay, adventuring. So, where we left off is you guys had come back across you'd come back across the you'd met uh Wilhelmina in uh the town on the other side of the of Twilight Gap and then had come back uh met up with Schnagraz who had taken a wonderful opportunity to catalog organize and document everything virtually everything that the previous mage uh magic user of Twilight Mansion had been working on and then traveled back back across to uh deliver uh, to assist uh, Wilhelmina in finishing her cur current contract with a with a merchant, and then uh, along that path, had come across a pack of displacer beasts, managed to eliminate all the displacer beasts, and get back into the town, which still does not have a name. Uh, we will get to that later. I and... won't ask then. <laughs> and. Had uh, spent the spent the next four days as a as a massive snowstorm kind of came into the area, and and spent the day. So how did you guys spend the four days in 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 the town after delivering the after escorting the merchant and having your days of downtime? I need spell components. Okay. I need two platinum rings worth 50 gold pieces each. Okay. Uh, there was a uh, shop. Uh, you went and uh, you, they in, uh, the party introduced you to Jorgensen, a, uh, a, a Arctic blue uh, scaled lizard man who uh, pointed you to a, a, an, a, a magic, another shop where you can get things like that. And you're able to pick those up fairly easy. Any as well as any other uh, spell components uh, that you needed. I think Hillary, that's did all. You need gold? Did you need gold for that, Hillary? It's I don't believe so. Let me just check my pouch here. Uh, no, I am good. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Let me take out. Um, while we're while we're in there, um, I'll pick up some of my components that I'll need for my. Paladin spells as well. Okay, okay. And then um, we also were going to try to see um, Obsidian and I had uh, in our first travels uh, seen the madman that had talked about the shadows. We wanted to see if we could uh, locate him if he'd made it back to the town and try to get some more information from him. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me an investigation check. That would be a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you were able to locate him. He was, uh, put up in one of the lodging houses. Uh, he's a little bit better. Um, still kind of out there and kind of go every so often but he's in a much better state of mind than when you found him would uh 
a lesser restoration spell be of assistance to him? Uh, at this point, no, because it's been a few days since you've seen him. He's had a chance to get a warm meal and kind of sit in there. But if you if you think it'll help, you're more than welcome to try. And where did we find him? Uh, one of the lodging houses. I thank you. He came in the guild hall, kind of put they they put him up, and he's been kind of recuperating. Wanted to ask him. Um, you mentioned something about the shadows. What was that? Uh, he he sits there and he talks. About, he tells you how he was with a merchant merchant caravan had come through and had been ambushed uh, by various shadows. And while he was sitting there, just traumatized, he saw that there was a large shadowy creature that flew through the air overhead from time to time so he was very he was very distraught over the, over that and every and seeing all of his friends die so it was kind of a kind of a kind of a real traumatic experience so he had just kind of lost it uh, but Do you he, must know what kind of creature that would have been that was yeah based on his description is there a way for us to kind of determine what that might possibly be uh go ahead and give me a nature check oh uh, and in the chat a uh, reminder if you want to ask question do question in all caps or comment in all caps it should filter over and we'll get to those at the break what was i got the... a 19. okay john were you doing a nature check as well yeah i did what would uh wilhelmina get you got a 19. Yeah, she beats mine. I only got a 14. Okay. Um, listening to this description and this size, there are very few creatures that are large enough to be seen in the air. That I, I mean, he's describing it. You're thinking, okay, it's a winged creature. Uh, could be... It, it doesn't seem too big. It, it, do, it could be a cloaker. But that's there was too low. But it was higher up than that. Maybe a griffin, or a manticore, or possibly even a dragon. Those went up in levels of scariness. <laughs> Pretty yeah. Rapidly. I did. You didn't think I was just going to give you the exact answer, did you? I had to give you something to think about. Come on. <laughs> but. Um. But when you think about large flying creatures, that what do you talk about? Because you know, so you said it 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 flew higher than like a cloaker, but mm -hmm. so we're looking. You're looking at the uh, levels above that. So griffin, griffin, manticore, dragon, something like that. A small, okay. a, a, a younger dra a younger dragon. Um. Um. Well, I mean, you're 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 leaning to, more toward the larger thing because depending on how how high up and the fact it was still a large shadow, that kind of kind of puts it closer to it's got to be something really goody, lovely. Possibly um, well touched. Yeah. The uh, the descriptions of what his party was attacked by um, fit with what Obsidian and. Uh, Barum and Day and I faced the specters and shadows and those kind of things. Yes, those kinds of creatures, cloakers, displacer beasts, all of those things. Uh, his was uh, particularly attacked by uh, some sh some shadows or mastiffs or something, some kind of shadowy animal, and then some sh shadowy creatures. 
Okay. But the whole part, the whole thing was was wiped out, and but the interesting thing is, you found them. There was no wreckage of carts or anything. So something came by and took. If they had any carts, took carts. If they didn't, where did all the rest of the bodies go? Right. Hmm. I'll uh, turn to the group, um, and uh, I think perhaps it would be wise for us to go back to the fortress and see what more we can learn in uh, the library and any other items or areas that we may have overlooked in our initial endeavors there. I think you are right. At the mention of the library, Shragnaz is going to sidle up to him and so sort of just pull on his sleeve a little bit and sort of go. Chinese? Chinese. Um, however, before we leave, um, the magic user uh, or the the keeper of the magic shop, um, I'll ask if he knows where we could possibly have someone uh, use the pelts from the displacer beasts that we have yes. and uh, create displacer cloaks and how long it would take and what kind of an arrangement we could make. Okay. So... Displacer cloaks. They're so cool. The cloaks. Oh, I know that's the claw, isn't it? The claw. That's the claw. <laughs> <laughs> so you go over to, you go and visit Jorgensen, and, or while you guys have been in town, um, go ahead and give me a investigation check. Uh, as a group, kind of a group challenge on that, since you're all looking for this and you're all asking for well, it. Who has the best and then we can just assist, right? Or how do you want to run it? To do that. I have a plus uh, five. Uh, I think four. four. Yeah, I've got plus four as well. Just uh, rolled a 19 to help with that one. Okay, well, I guess this is uh, Wilhelmina doing, doing the shopping exploration. Just don't have me negotiate. I'll let somebody else do I that. I was going to say, I'll, I'll handle the uh, negotiation portion. <laughs> so am I rolling with advantage? or? Uh, if someone's going to assist, then yeah, you could roll with advantage. That is a 24. Okay. Uh, speaking with Jorgensen about it, he doesn't have any, any but he does know someone in, in town, and conveniently it happens to be the, it can't, happens to be the same shop you got your your components so when you were getting your components this conversation came up um the individual the in the shopkeep there uh a uh, gnome uh artificer and is sitting there and was looking through it and said well the possible but the problem with the the problem with these is they're kind of losing their enchantment because the beast is dead so it would take a little bit of research to try and create uh, something similar. Um, but he would need some time to do that and kind of estimates maybe about 45 days to possibly fashion a set of, a set of cloaks for each of, for you guys. That can't guarantee it's going to be the full properties of the Displacer Beast, but it might be of some assistance. 
and uh, so negotiating uh, costs and how that will work. Uh, he's uh, the uh, he's kind of a, or she's kind. It's a we'll call it a female gnome artificer shopkeep. What's your name? Uh, <laughs> at least it wasn't me this time. Wasn't at least me it this wasn't time. you this time. Hey, you know what? We'll call her Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, <laughs> 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 uh, the gnome artificer. Yep. Can I call you Tink? Yes, you may. Tink the Tinkerer. Tinkerer, Bell. Hey, if nothing else, they'll look really cool. All right, so Tink looks. Tink, tink the is, little tentacly bits on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tink Tink uh, looks over it, and uh, of course, she, and she's like, "Well, mm, research materials. I'd say probably thirty, uh, probably about thirty thirty thousand gold to put the to make the four cloaks." Because if... you just have the hides, you don't have. I have to. Come, I have to look up all the rest of it in the research. Yeah. What if we uh, threw in an extra hide for you to make one for yourself that you could either keep or sell? How would that do for? Oh, well, that would that would bring it down. Negotiation. Uh, you'd be willing to go for about twenty thousand. I'm gonna try to persuade her to take less. Okay. Dirty twenty. That's a lot of gold. <laughs> All right. Um, what's your counter offer? I'll uh, kind of huddle with the party. How much do you think for uh, the four cloaks? What do we want to kick out for that? Well, at this moment, she's Shrag asking twenty. Shrag's currently like pulling his pockets out and like sort of looking and hands you some lint. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have anywhere near that. I know that's that's why I'm trying to negotiate it down. But what do you think we should counter offer? She's saying twenty, with and that's throwing in our our uh, extra pelt. I don't think uh, you want to cut. See if I can ask her to get it to down to ten. That would be. Well, you have six pelts. You could give her all six pelts. They try to work through it, or do you it still five. want? I thought it was five. Oh, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was five too. Oh yeah, five displacers. That's right. Trip, my bad. So, so one yeah, all five pelts, and then give her the fifth. Yeah. Could could we suggest that seeing we're heading back out the way and on our travels, we might find stuff that may be of interest to her? If the pelts already of interest, maybe we can find something else for her as well as a bit of a favor. Could do that, but that still doesn't that still doesn't bring the cost down much. Well, if we if there's something that she wants, if we say counter off with 10 and then say and balance it out with if there's something you're after some rare ingredients or something you need we're heading off to the shadow fell is there anything we can bring her back so that while she's working on it we can count the payments at the end of it okay so I'll, I'll go back to her with that counter offer and say how about 10 and we try to find something for you that you might be interested in if we come across it we're going to the shadow fell he's intrigued and is willing to take you on credit on that. Uh, bring back something, uh, some some items of interest from the Shadowfell, and uh, she will reduce the price. And right now, she just kind of put it on a tab for your for your group. And what? she asks, "So, uh, 
what what shall I put down as the name of your group for this tab? Uh-oh. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to get back at you, didn't I? <laughs> you bust me on names, I'm getting you now. <laughs> you got to give me a name for your group. <laughs> oh, uh, hmm. Group huddle. <laughs> <laughs> group huddle, figure it out. <laughs> oh, crap, we have to come up with a group name now. Shrek says, last time I asked this was in coffee shop. Yeah. Um, that is a tough one. Mm. You, everyone drinking their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, I'm did, did so bad at not... coming up with names for things. I'm not good at it either. See? See? <laughs> not easy when you're on the spot like that. No, it's not. So, well, just tell her. Well, since we're going to the Shadowfell, just put it under the name Obsidian, and we'll come back to you with a group name later. <laughs> How the hell did I get on the hook for this? <laughs> it's because you're the treasurer. Okay, just throwing an idea out very quickly for a temporary name is we're all pretty stealthy. We're going out in the snow, so snow shadows. Oh, I kind of like that. Even if it's only a temporary one, just to give us something to put on the chip the paper that means we've got the right stuff when we get back. <laughs> Works that for me. feel better, Obsidian? <laughs> Thank you, Shrek. <laughs> oh, shit. Is, is that right now, Donkey? Get out of my swamp. Okay. Like so. no shadows. That's good. Alright, Snow Shadows uh, is good. She writes that down in her ledger, accepts the pelts, and uh, tells you about 45 days to uh, start working on them. And the agreement is you'll bring back something or some things of interest from the Shadowfell for her research. Does she have anything specific she's looking for? Uh, she's just uh, kind of out for any kind of knowledge. So... Anything, anything, knowledge or something to help with her, her research. She's not is really specific because the Shadowfell is kind of an unknown place. So whatever you guys might find, would be good. And then it's just it's kind of at your discretion what you think you find is going to be of value to to an artificer, uh, artificer tinkerer person. We are guaranteed to find something unique there. Yep, and she does comment. She thinks your arm and leg are very interesting. Very fascinating. No, oh, I let her kind of check out the arm. So she's uh, she's quite impressed with the craftsmanship. I show her how the shield comes out. Bling, 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 bling. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, she's quite she's quite impressed with that. So. Does does Shrek notice that, or what? could Shrek notice that the fact that she was showing an interest in the arm stuff? Uh, give me a perception. I mean, it's it's not going to be that hard considering she extends the shield. Yeah. Okay, that, that's a roll of seventeen. <laughs> oh yeah, you you can definitely tell, and even you're like, ooh, giant. Hmm. So, Shrag's going to walk up and sort of stand between them and just sort of look at them both a bit, and he's going to go, interested, to the shopkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Barry, it's always good to admire another person's handiwork. So, Are you trying to sell my arm? 
So I'm concerned that at, at that point, <laughs> Shrag will turn to Wilhelmina and, he, and he's going to wink at her. Like, <laughs> let's go. Sketch, diagrams, schematics. Interesting. I relaxed a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I possibly. Yeah. He'll, he'll store that bit of information for later. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alright. Anything else you wish to accomplish while you're in town? Uh, what day do we do this with the Tinkerbell? Uh, this is probably in the second or second day or so in. Take a day to rest and then... So this is just kind of within that four days you're in town. Kind of looking through and finding information. Talking with the guy you met before, resting, eating plenty of, eating lots of biscuits and gravy. There it is. <laughs> oh yeah. Although coincidentally, it's not quite as good as the as the crooked two, but it, it's passable here. <laughs> not bad. But I think we're gonna need to go back to the crooked tooth before long. Definitely. Where are they, they in they... Barham? Weren't they traveling out. with you? They are they are out doing their own. Uh, they got called back to do something of their own, but they will be able to rejoin us if they wish. Um, they have the means to do so. Okay, cool. Um, uh, I want to make sure to find a uh, a good uh, coffee shop that has the battle master offered here in this town as well. Stock up on that. Oh yeah. Maybe we should bring some grounds with us, and then if we can find some warm water while we're out, hot water while we're out, we can make some on the road. See if we can find any, of course. Anything else anybody needs? Uh, Shrag will have brought some notes from the the library with him uh, that they've been going through and obviously making sure he's up to speed on the, the layout of the teleportation circle so if we need to reattach back to it he's got all the information he needs Go. Do you want to take some time with the drop pods? Familiarize ourselves with those? Yeah, for sure Drop pods? Those are the means those are the sending stones, that's going to be the means for Day and Barham to be able to return to us they're essentially um, ramped up uh, sending stones, and uh, they have a certain number of charges, and so they operate as a normal sending stone, but also have the ability to transport uh, to the other um, location of the of the matched pair. Um, but you can only do it. I think it takes two charges for the teleport, um, and they only have four charges per day. Oh, so you can kind of go. It would be there, yeah, exactly. basically there and back, you know, type of a thing. And, cool. and they work as a group. We can add them. We can add stones to the group, but it's fifty thousand gold per additional stone. Yeah. Just a little, huh? Just a touch. Just a, just a little. Just a tad. Yeah, and and cheap. We've <laughs> we've already we've already redistributed the other the other match sets of sending stones, correct? So you guys have marked those on your character sheets so that we can all the four of us remain in contact. Okay. Cool. Yes, indeedy. Just making sure. So yeah, so that's the difference between the drop pods and the normal sending stones. Drop pod, that's great. I love it. Um, uh, for adding the silver rings to my inventory, should I just put them in as a signet ring? 
This is the only non-magical ring I see in the D&D Beyond inventory. Really? Um, the rest is all like ring mail. Yeah. Uh, you could go with the signet ring and then just... Uh, you can, uh, you can cu customize D &D Beyond it. is nice because you can customize those things. So you can... Uh, Add them and then go click over the customize and then put in the uh, uh, change the name and all that other stuff. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's really good if you're trying to like with with some. There's so much customization options and do. Got it. That's awesome. Okay. Also, at some point, Shraggy is going to be stood behind Will, and you'll feel a little sort of poking you back. Yes. And he said there, sort of like big grin in his face, and he's got sort of like a, a wand in his hand. He's like sort of waving it backwards and forwards, and he then sort of holds it out to you. For you, shiny. What you very, guys very are, shiny. You guys have already given me so many things. And he basically looks at his pockets and goes, "No room." <laughs> well, thank you. Did so you take he will, that? he will hand you the wand of illumination. How illuminating. What does it do? Shiny. Uh, it is literally. Very shiny. very shiny. That should be there on the custom items for you to add, literally known as the Wand of Illumination. It's a blue item. Yep, got it. Cool. Is it something I have to attune to? Yes. Uh, yes, it does require attunement. Uh, it allows, it has. Uh, in the time you take it to attune to it, so I'll, I'll read this off. Uh, the wand has 17 charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one or more charges to cast. It has the ability to cast the light spell. It has the ability to cast continual flame, but that takes two charges. It has the ability to cast sunburst, which takes three charges. Uh, the wand will regain 1d6 plus 1 charges daily at dawn. If you expend the wand's last charge, you have to roll a d20 on a 1. The wand crumbles to ash. Okay, let's not do that. This is really cool. Thank you. I really appreciate that. He'll give you a really big toothy grin and just sort of like shuffle his hat a bit. A little bit embarrassed and then like disappear off. <laughs> Alrighty. So I think if uh, if we've gotten all of our town uh, items or uh, tasks taken care of, then we can uh, probably take our long rest and then prepare to head out to the fortress. I'm very intrigued to see what we can find there. If we stop by the guild on our way out, make sure they don't need anything to go to. Ah, good idea. Mansion. Good idea. Yeah. Go back and before we leave, talk to uh, Stephen Ramergen. Um, he's in his office. Uh, he thanks you for everything, but uh, things are pretty good right now. Um, travel is kind of moving. It's a little slow. Uh, there have been. Uh, he does tell you that there have been a couple of reports of attacks uh, along the path, but nothing to the level it was uh, prior to your arrival. So. But he also talks about, he also says there have been stories of 
some large shadowy creature that has flown over and been passing through. The flying shadow again. We've heard these stories as well. Any hint as to what it might be? He's unsure. It's, it's a large creature, so whatever it is, is probably something that needs, that it needs to be, be wary of. Okay. Something we're going to need to take care of at some point. Yeah, I have a feeling that will make its way into our path sooner rather than later. So mm-hmm. I need to have Dispel Magic, Yes. Yes, we are going to need... ask my god to give me that today. And then um, the Ring of Spellstorm, mm-hmm. we, we should probably throw some into that, whoever's carrying that. Yeah, so was it a couple of the Shocking Grass scoop? I mean, obviously it's got f- was it five levels we can put into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, it's the standard Ring of Spellstorm. Look that up on D&D Beyond. You should be able to see what you can do. Cool, okay. Um, I mean, can you sort of drain the spells out of it without having to cast them so we can free room up in it? Yeah, I mean, shouldn't be any shouldn't be any problem. It's, it should be able to. It's just it's gonna, you're kind of just burning those spells off and then spending, putting them in again. Cool. And... Sunburst is. Sunburst is a brilliant sunlight flashes in a radius of 60 feet, centered at a point you choose within range. Each creature in the light must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 12d6 radiant damage and is blinded for one minute. On a successful save, it takes half as much damage and isn't blinded. This is an 8th level spell. Holy mackerel. Well, it takes kind of a charges. handy wand. Yeah. Kind of a handy wand. Yeah. Actually, wow. Actually, Steve, looking at it, if there's only two of that shock and grasp in the ring, the dispel magic's only a third level, so we just put one dispel magic into it to fill up the five, five slots. There you we'll go. Keep the spells in there. I'll readjust that. DM giveth, and the DM taketh away. No, no, you're fine. You're fine with yours. And Scoob, before we leave in the morning, obviously I'll do Druid Craft to see what the weather's going to be like on the on the journey. But of course you will. He's ready for that one. Yeah, I'm doing much better at it. How many beads does my necklace of prayer beads have? Uh, It has one d four plus two magic beads. Uh, no, you're... That was the one that we gave you. It had four, uh, four? beats on it, but they're all cure. Um, they're all cure. All, okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all it's all cure wounds. Okay. So you don't, unless you tear them off, um, they just recharge uh, daily. Okay. Cool beans. I'm excited to get to this library. I have a feeling we're going to find some really interesting things there. All right. For your Druid Craft weather, uh, it's going to be normal for the uh, season this time of year, so cold. Uh, it's going to be a strong wind today, or strong wind over the next 24 hours. 
And no precipitation in the forecast. Good. Do not want to be rained on. Yeah. Cold, wet weather gear is not the best thing going. It's very uncomfortable. Your boots get all squishy. It's not fun. (laughs) All right. Uh, Shall we head out? We shall. Uh, actually, just one thing. On the morning when we wake up, I will be seen in a corner of the room with a piece of paper, just sort of like scribbling madly some words down to a page. Um, probably won't make any sense to anybody, but I've now got a piece of paper rolled up and popped into my belt. Alrighty. What you got there, Shrag? Magic spell. Oh. <laughs> Very cool. He'll show, he'll show the piece of paper and roll it and go, hey, see, spell. And literally, you just can't understand a word of it. Huh, yes, I I see. All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. It's kind of, I mean, what language is it written in? Or is it kind of a hybrid of a couple? It's based off my class ability to be able to transcribe a spell and to scroll daily, but literally it's just unintelligible to anybody else. Like doctor writing is just a mess. Oh yeah, it's just scribble, scribble. I think that's an I. Maybe that's an H. No, that's a U. Some happy faces and arrows. (laughs) Little fishy swimming across. Um. (laughs) I thought you might notice a little like sketch of what looks like a snowman with some little stick arms and like some balls flying away from it. (laughs) All right. Alrighty. So okay. Anything else uh, you guys uh, want to try and accomplish, or is ready to start heading back into the gap? I just want to have a supply yeah. of coffee, and I'll make sure we have some potatoes and onions, and maybe some jerky to make okay. some good stuff on the road. Some spices. Okay. Something better than those hardtack ration packs. Mm. <laughs> no sea rats, please. Although sea rats are better than MREs. Some of those MREs are yummy. (laughs) Especially if you get the lemon poppy seed bread. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Um, I remember. Go ahead, Steve. I was just thinking it's like uh, back when my wife was pregnant with our first kid, that was her craving food was MREs. Weird. That's so oddly specific. Well, I, you know, I was active duty at the time. I happened to have a case from a couple of field ops, and she just tore through them for her pregnant craving. That's funny. At least any pickles and ice cream or whatever the 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 common joke is. (laughs) Cole. That's so funny. Oh my. Oh my my. All right. All right. Um, So question question from a. uh, travel mapping perspective. So, mm-hmm. um, town one, obviously the twilight mansion in the middle town two on the other end in terms of location of the portal. I, if I remember correctly, it was between town one and the mansion, correct? Actually, as you, it's a, it's two days to travel through. So right. A day to get to the mansion and a day to get to the other side. However, right. There is another uh, fork and ravine that mm-hmm. uh, you're, it takes you about five miles uh, through the pass, and that leads you to where the uh, 
the obelisk that leads you into the portal. But on town one side, correct? Uh, it's it's from the from the mansion about five miles, so it's kind of still kind of in 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 the center of the gap. You're closest to the mansion, not closest to the towns. Okay. I, I guess what I was trying to say is to figure out is if we needed to go to the mansion first and then go to the portal, or if we could yeah, go to have, the portal straight from the town. No, you'd ha you have to pass the mansion to get to the portal. Okay, so we'll go to the go to the mansion then and check in with Sir Zandergul. Um, make sure that during the meal that uh, we take care of Jingle. Of course. Of course, of course. So, traveling through the mansion, traveling through from the town to the mansion, getting into the gap. Go ahead and uh, who? What is the marching order? <laughs> I remember what we did last time. <laughs> the last time you were escorting a caravan. So now it's your guys walk. It's you're walking back on foot. You got your snowshoes strapped in. You've got all of your cold weather gear on because it's chilly and cold and very windy. So it's uh, heavy winds that are kind of gusting, uh, gusting through the gap. Okay. Uh, um, and they're co they're coming. They're you're actually going to be walking with the wind to the mansion so it'll be actually fairly fairly decent uh, in, in that sense but what is it uh what's the marching order i don't mind taking the lead unless somebody else wants you've got the highest passive perception okay. i have second highest so i can take up the back and watch our backs okay and then put up my hood I, put up my goggles <laughs> shrag's probably going to want to be somewhere in the middle right and then Obsidian, where do you want to be? I can be in front of Will. Okay. All right. So it'll be um, Anarian, Shrag, Obsidian, and Wilhelmina. Shrag's going to look expectantly at Wilhelmina a little bit and just sort of like go, Lenny? <laughs> huh? Lenny? Wow. Yes. One moment. Uh, okay, I take one out, and poof, snowy owl on my shoulder, and a mastiff comes out. What? Sorry, I guess Lenny didn't want to, or Larry didn't want to come out today, but you can ride on the mastiff if you want. I'm going to say, at that point, they realize that he's not too fussed. He's actually, like, hand-measuring the size of the mastiff, <laughs> and just goes like that. Pick up. <laughs> <laughs> my computer <laughs> what did for? it do to you <laughs> Sorry. It, didn't, it didn't give a lemmy <laughs> oh, there you go yeah. <laughs> i guess the computer's fault the dice said not today yeah, yeah exactly larry larry is hiding from you he didn't like to be ridden into battle <laughs> more like abandoned <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true because he dismounted didn't he, dismounted he him oh, behind it. Though, so. that's funny all right all right. So I will have the owl just kind of circle above us, like maybe a hundred feet, and yeah. tell him if anything is coming towards us to swoop down and let me know. Alrighty. Um. Let's see. All right, as traveling through the gap, 
Uh, An Anari, since uh, you're, uh, go ahead and give me a D10 roll. Tell me the result. Oh, you sure? Sure. That would be five. All right. Uh, first leg of the travel through the gap is uneventful, other than the wind. Uh, little breezy today. Little breezy. Little breezy. Uh, Shag, go ahead and give me a D10 roll. is going to be a nine all right next leg is uh continued quiet you're about halfway to the mansion obsidian uh d10 roll please i'm sorry um 10 all right again pretty quiet aside from the wind and bringing up the rear wilhelmina seven all right this uh it's actually fairly quiet the entire way to the mansion so you guys get to the mansion it's the toward the end of the day um the wind is still kind of blowing through and whatnot so it's still pretty strong but the guards greet you with uh friendly smiles and welcome you in you come inside it's uh, about time for dinner so you're able to kind of stow your stuff in the room that's been kept aside for you uh go and uh grab a meal and it's a uh, the night is yours. Okay, after the meal, I'm going to try to seek out Sir Xandergirl. Yeah. And um, explain, the, I'm sure he's aware, but the information we got from uh, Guildmaster Ramrigen is that uh, the caravans are still seeing some attacks. Uh, wondering if your uh, men are able to handle those incursions. Uh, they've been able to assist. Uh on a few of them, and he has put out requests to have some additional support considering his numbers are a little lower. Uh, the fact that the, the pass is open is good. It's just the recent storm has uh, delayed some uh, some cons some conscripts to, or volunteers to come out, but he, ex he, did, he expects that he will have uh, support in the next few uh, and, uh, weather weather permitting, because it is winter. Of course, always a, a factor. And uh, Sir Xandergirl, also, we're hearing lots of reports of a flying shadow. Have you or your men observed any uh, indications of what this could potentially be? Uh, we are concerned, obviously, uh, but it may be something that our party at some point may need to tackle. Uh, they've heard a couple of reports. Uh, the, care, the, the merchants that have been traveling through, and there are a few merchants actually in the mansion there's there's a lot more hustle and bustle going on in the mansion um and there have been some reports of a shadow but people can hardly tell make out much other than it kind of passes over and is subtle uh but they have not actually there hasn't been any act any real encounters with it it's and kind of there... it's kind of an it's kind of like bigfoot sightings like you hear about it but you're like eh. Not real sure, yeah. Um, and Sir Xandergul, uh, any idea of the areas where this uh, particular sightings or these particular sightings are centered? Is there an area perhaps that we need to be aware of to watch uh, out for this? The looking, thinking, thinking about it, and he goes and checks a couple of his notes. He's like, they seem to be 
kind of going from kind of a, a, a north a north south. It's like they'll see the they'll see the shadow come from the south, certain and then uh, some reports see it traveling back south, uh, possibly in the direction and maybe over by where the obelisk is, uh, so the in gate that area. or something mm -hmm. in that area. But it, it's not sure because they see it seems to always be traveling. It's when they do see it, it seems sometimes they'll see it come and go, kind of heading toward that direction. So as as part of my um, components that I purchased for for my spells is going to be some uh, magic ink and parchment and so forth, and I'm going to be trying to sketch out a map um, to make sure that I got some details, uh, not only of our travels but some of these reports, and try to annotate where those incidents are occurring to try to get an idea of maybe the area that we should possibly search if we decide to uh, go ahead and, and uh, search for that particular uh, entity. Thing. Seems like whatever it is, it maybe it's just watching. Everyone has seen it, but nobody so far has been attacked by it. I wonder if it could be watching, like being the eyes for something in the Shadowfell. It's possible. Certainly possible. Or maybe it's just a beast that just enjoys tormenting travelers. And, and again, the the concern being no real reports as of yet of a incident it's just the shadow that uh, I don't know if it's taunting or just trying to intimidate or scare the travelers but definitely something I think at some point maybe not necessarily right away but at some point we are going to need to address in my opinion yes people have to be confident to travel between the towns Shrag will listen to this conversation, it'll turn to you both, and you'll go, Did you close the door? Oh, sorry. Jeez. No, 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 no. The shadow fell door. You know? <laughs> you oh. went in, something came out. Well, we, we needed to have a way to get back so that we can get to the fortress and check your shiny books. So we haven't closed it yet, but at some point we definitely will need to do that. And then, But the other side to that, too, is... I know, Shrag, you've been studying those circles to pop around different places. Hopefully you've got a solution to that. And then maybe once we close it, we might still be able to go back to the Shadowfell Fortress. Yeah, he, he'll, the first comment about having left the door open, he'll sort of like shrug as if to say, good idea, but also then like slightly shake his head as if to sort of say, oh no, oh no. Um, but then he'll hold up the book and just go there to point the, the sketch of the, um, teleportation circle so he's got the, the reference there um, once they actually get back there as well he's going to head off straight to the library um, and then just before we rest for the evening he'll he'll send a, a message to Wilhelmina to come see him Shrag? Oh, uh, okay <laughs> uh, in, in the library he's like in this like big like leather bound back chair he just slowly turns around and he sat there with his hands like this little pair of spectacles <laughs> on his nose Hello. You <laughs> look very official. <laughs> he sort of peers over the top of his glasses and like, yeah, nice library, eh? Hey, <laughs> shinies. 
They're amazing. I love being surrounded by books. And you'll notice that actually it's a surprise because it's really, really tidy. Because in the <laughs> fact he's had like, what, two, three days there all to himself? It's really, really tidy. Did you do uh, all this? Yeah. <laughs> Me clean it all up. Yeah. Shinies. Shragnaz invented the Dewey Decimal System. Canon. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's probably something a little different, considering, you know, he's got influence. Yeah, it's much more chaotic. Um, what he will do is he, he'll get the book out, and he'll take a couple piece of sheets of paper out, and he'll basically get you to try and sort of effectively put your leg up onto the table, and then basically put your arm onto the table, and he's going to start sketching it. Okay, I uh, roll up my sleeve and I actually like turn it in like a little pattern and chunk, take it off and set it on the table. And then I sit down and I uh, pull up my legging. That one takes a little bit more work. I take my leg off, put that on the table. Awesome. <sighs> oh, thank you. <laughs> And he'll start sketching it and uh, making notes on it. But he will put some into the book, but he will also take a second copy for the shopkeeper. Alright, uh, go ahead and give me an intelligence check. There, Schnagras. Okie dokie. Uh, it's a 12. Um, and you've accounted for the book's influence? Oh, they'll give it an advantage, won't it? So let's roll it again. And that is 17. Alright, uh, you're able to get a uh, pretty good uh, sketch detail of the arm and the leg. A uh, few of the details and the mechanism. Lamina knows because she knows the person who made it. And, you know, every crafter has some trade secrets. So that's... You're, not, you're able to get a good working uh, understanding of it, but there are definitely some some elements that escape you or even the book and the book kind of gives you a kind of a, a feeling of impressive. most impressive awesome he'll roll the I, uh, little scroll do i get the sense that he's like communicating with the book or does it look like he's just taking notes um how do you want to handle that one Nagraz. Uh, you'll notice that he sort of he, he does seem to be muttering to the book um, and then sort of cocks his head a little bit as if listening. You don't think it's all the book. I mean, he does seem to sort of have some ideas and talk to it. It's not all just listening, but it, um, yeah, there's definitely communication going on. You're probably close enough being sat on the other side of the table to actually hear the muttering of like a whispered voice. I take notice and I don't say anything. I just watch. Uh, Obsidian, what are you doing while everybody is uh, kind of milling about the mansion and the and whatnot? Probably with Anarian, figuring okay. out plans for tomorrow. Yeah, while while they're talking, Obsidian and I will get together and compare our notes from the previous uh, experience in the in the fortress, so that we can pass on that information to um, Wilhelmina and to Shragnaz. And then kind of discuss, you know, thoughts about what our best tactics would be in the to get into the area and what may have changed while we've been away and that kind of stuff. All right. 
Alright, well, I mean, that's how you spend the evening. Uh, long rest, all those oh. wonderful bonuses. Yeah. Uh, your temporary hit points, because, of course, Jingle is so happy that you came back. Always happy to see Jingle. Um, how many temporary how hit points? You get ten. Sweet. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, do you try to get Willem to introduce Wilhelmina to Jingle? Definitely going to introduce her as part of the group so that she gets to know Jingle. Sometime, like late at night, I go and like knock on one of their doors, and I'm like, "Hey, do you think it's quiet enough that Jingle might want to meet me now?" Take her down to the to the kitchen and uh, see if I can find some sweets for Jingle, kind of as an enticement to get him get him to meet Wilhelmina. Yeah. Uh, so you go in there, and uh, after a little bit, you see this kind of little little like a uh, creature. Uh, it's kind of like a large. Uh, I would say it's probably like a large, like one of those, like a large house cat sized creature, like an elongated nose, and uh, kind of spindly little limbs and he's just so happy to see Anari and when Anari gives him the sweets he's, he's really happy and he looks over and and have a chance that he's got this really kind of child innocent voice oh, friends 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 are back friends are back I try really hard to contain my like squeal because I don't want to freak him out and I just like stay back a little bit and I'm just like hi and so you get the chance to meet him. He's really nice. And in the morning, you get your you get your benefit of the uh, temporary hit points because you know he feels you're in good company. Friends are friends. Can I shake his little tiny hand? So yeah, he sits there. <laughs> All right. So in the morning, gear up and prepare. And uh, we're ready to go. Tackle this fortress and see what we find in the shiny library there, Shrag. Watch out for shadows. Flying shadows. Big flying shadows. And we're just going to walk, right? We're not taking any mounts or anything? Nope. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. You haven't brought any mounts up, so you've been kind of walking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, and um, in our Zoom chat, I shared a couple of maps. Uh, the first one is the one right around the area of the uh, mansion. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, except for the Mastiff map, but, you know, not like Draft Horses. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be gone by now. <laughs> yeah, right? 24 hours? It's only yeah. one day, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. When we uh, walk out, I throw a couple poof balls on the ground, and one of them poofs into just a little tiny rat. <laughs> Which is really struggling through the snow. It's like, just kind of pop, pop, pop. I pick him up, and I put him on my shoulder, and he just kind of hangs out in my hood. Yep. Um, and kind of nuzzle, nuzzles up on the neck. He, like, hides in my super long hair messes with my giant earring um and the other one turns into a big brown bear so teeny is back teeny is back drag drag's gonna look at you and just go now no, that's cool <laughs> you wanna you wanna ride 
<laughs> so now Shag went from riding a boar to a dog to riding a bear. Yep. <laughs> God he doesn't have to tie around his little tiny legs. <laughs> so, so you so... don't want to try riding the rat? <laughs> Shrek so looks at you, raises an eyebrow, and just goes, Really? <laughs> so we got Larry the boar, Tiny the bear. What was the Mastiff's name? I'm not sure where my list of names went. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's see. <laughs> okay, we'll 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 follow up on that. All I remember is Larry and Teeny. Oh, Chili sit. Uh, Shagrass did have mounted combat. <laughs> All right. Wait, where did I put that? So, have we uh, ready to go? Shall we head out? Yeah, let's go. All right. So we'll leave from the mansion and uh, head toward the portal. Abre la puerta. Do we have any idea how to close the door once we're That's done? one of the things we're going to need to be looking for in the library. That's why when uh, when Obsidian and Day and I uh, and Barum uh, were in the library the first time, there were a lot of books that were protected by glyphs, which is why we needed you to have your Dispel Magic, Wilhelmina, and Shrag. And uh, there's lots of books that we could not open. And in our initial search, the ones that we could find, we didn't find any information on closing the portal. So that's one of the things that we need to be searching for as a means to close the portal. And then, of course, any other information that we can obtain from this library, uh, not only for Tinkerbell, but for our own knowledge uh, would be very useful. So that's one of the things that, that we were hoping you would be able to do with your Dispel Magics is to get away, get the glyphs uh, out of the way so that then we can peruse the materials in the, in the library. Okay. Let's see here. I can do Dispel Magic. If I can find it on the spell list. What level spell is it? Third level? Okay. Yep. So I can <laughs> technically do it five times, but that would get rid of my ability to do any of my uh, more powerful magics. Okay. Well, and hopefully in the in the fortress we've somewhat cleared it out, so hopefully it hasn't been re-inhabited, uh, and uh, we can rest there. At least it's a secured and prepared or protected place. Uh, so we can rest and recover spells. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, All right, it's, been, it's been roughly a 10 day since uh, right. you've gone That's back over there. Kind of what I recalled. Um, um, is the cat one of the the local ones that the just puff went balls. This is my Shadowfell kitty, Nutska. Oh. <laughs> She literally is like a little shadow. She just disappears into everything. Nice. Alrighty. Um, Wanted to make an appearance. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> now I feel like a proper villain. Ten, ten days, Shad. Just so you're aware. 
10 days. All right. Um, so heading toward the portal. <laughs> yes. So it's not an additional 10 days. It's been a, it's been roughly a 10 days since you left the Shadowfell. Since we were in the since we were in the Shadowfell. Okay. Don't be trying to don't be trying to pull one over on me. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we 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 wouldn't do that. No. Really? Never. Are you sure? <laughs> Whose side are you on here anyway? <laughs> Shrag side. He doesn't have a side. He, do, he doesn't get anything out of this. True that. All right. Um, so how far is it from the mansion to the portal? You said it was approximately five miles. Yeah, it would. It would be about a about a half, about five to ten miles. So roughly. So it's not too far. Okay. It's just. So and you have the snowshoes and stuff on, so mm -hmm. it takes you. It's gonna take you about half a day because of all the snowfall because of the recent storm. Okay. So, so we'll head out. Yep. And I do druid craft for our trap. Of course. So helpful. It is. It really is. I wish I had that in real life, because my app is never correct. <laughs> well, this is only correct unless someone throws some magical weather thing out there. So. We've never seen that happen, though. I don't know what you're talking about. Alrighty, so temperatures are normal for this time of year. Uh, again, there is a strong wind that is blowing and a light snowfall for the day. Relayed. Nice wintry weather. It's nice wintry weather in the Arctic. Not too bad. <laughs> so taking full advantage of only being three foot and sat in the back back of a nice big bear. Shrag's going to be wrapped up in his winter clothes and he's going to be laid there on his back, hands behind his head, sort of leaning back on the bed, sort of sticking his tongue out, catching snowflakes. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, give me an uh, acrobatics check. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fall off the bear. He's going to fall off the bear. Please. Yeah. yeah. Please. Nat one, coming up. Was that acrobatics, you say? Uh, yes, I believe that's the deck space. Yes, yeah, that's it is. Cool. That, that's a plus seven, so that's going to be a 21. <laughs> so, as, as Tiny is kind of traipsing through and every so often kind of pops a little bit because of the, because of the snow, you, you jostle, but surprisingly enough for the rest of you seeing, he's just kind of eyes closed, just kind of sitting there. <laughs> oh. There's like <laughs> um and as for the group i'm assuming that we're going to go ahead and use that marching order we established is that uh, unless you want to do something different everybody's okay with that yep you want to establish that as our our standard marching order yep sounds good Works. okay Works. so now you know what it's going to be oh the bear and drag in the middle Alrighty. so uh, Anari, go ahead and give me your D10 roll, please. D10, coming up. D10. That will be a two. Alright, uh, it's uh, fairly quiet. And next up would be... Well, Shag is kind of distracted, so... Will, go ahead and give me a D10 roll. Nine. Alrighty. Oddly enough, you seem to be picking great days to be traveling. 
uh, you get up to the obelisk. And for Shnagraz Ulamina, this is the first time seeing this this obelisk. For uh, Obsidian and Anari, they've seen this before. It is a large stone, uh, kind of a stone uh, obelisk uh, that was looks like it was partially bare. It was partially uncovered, but it was buried for a while. Um, it's kind of this kind of this dark uh, stone. Um, and go ahead and for the for you two, go ahead and roll Arcana checks as you come up on it. And while they're looking at it, I'll literally just walk right up to it and touch it. Oof, gone. And I'll, I'll explain quickly to uh, Wilhelmina and Shragnaz how the portal operates so that we can transport over to the other side. And then uh, I'll go ahead and uh, let them go before I go through just to make sure that everybody passes safely. If the bear touches it, will just he disappear? Yes. <laughs> the bear goes up and boop. Stagras, you're sitting there and all of a sudden what you're sitting on disappears. Which explains... Uh, I'm, I'm taking it. I wouldn't get the advantage on this one, so I just rolled the straight up Arcana. And he doesn't notice anything because at the moment he's actually about like a foot under the snow. Uh, I, rolled, I rolled a natural one. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. It's the snow. <laughs> sure, blame it on the weather. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and I pick him up out of the snow. I'm really I thought you would both I'm sorry. Uh I rolled a twelve. Alright. Uh you can feel the magic that kinda emanates from this thing. But some of the details of it um are kind of a, kind of escape you, but you can definitely feel the magic as you go up and you go up and touch it, just like you saw Obsidian and what uh, Anari suggested? I'm a little hesitant, but at the same time, I already have a friend and a bear that have gone through, and I don't want them to be by themselves. <sighs> All right. I'm sorry. And... I'm picturing the first episode of SG-1 where you're Carter poking her finger at the portal and Anari's behind just about to go, push, push. <laughs> yep, you got it. <laughs> That's exactly the image. <laughs> the only question I have happen to that poor rat yeah i was gonna say i take the rat out and i make it so that we both touch it at the same time Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and on the other side i'm like okay i'm good Sit what are, have you are you touching it or about to touch it well given the fact i've rolled a natural one and i'm not really being paying attention everybody seems to have been disappeared i'm gonna guess they've gone through so he's gonna like just well Anari is technically still standing I'm st there i'm still oh, behind he, you. He, he just he just kind of as Wilhelmina was kind of tentatively going to touch it, he just kind of push where she touched it and then poofed in. So that's why she had to kind of regain her balance because she was a little caught off guard. Shred's <laughs> Tr feeling a little bit reckless after having fallen in the snow. He just like shrugs, takes a run at it, and just cannonballs through it. Head <laughs> <laughs> right. down like a toddler. So, so Obsidian, of course. Bamps into the Shadowfell, kind of. What do you do when you when, once you reappear on the Shadowfells? Obviously, take a look around, make sure nothing's in our area as people are getting ready to come through. All right. Make and sure so nothing looks different or weird from when we left it ten days ago. Okay. And 
after a little bit, you hear kind of a whoa as Wilhelmina comes through behind. So, Wilhelmina, as you take your first glance at everything, you see this place is kind of a dark, shadowy, like... You think mid being outside at midnight is, is is kind of rough? This place is just, it feels more foreboding. And it's like, like mid- that darkness that you can feel. Yeah, and it's like midnight all the time. Even though you know outside, it was whatnot. So, and there's a, again, a light snowfall and a breeze that's blowing through. The bear so, gives like a, uh, a worried grunt. Yep. <sighs> and as you're kind of taking it in, all of a sudden, you the 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 match the the portal opens the portal kind of opens again and cannonball snagraz kind of comes through and hits and rolls rolls on the ground a bit i just pick him up and put him back on the i was gonna say i wanted to know if he was gonna do the tumble roll and then (laughs) ta-da i was getting i was trying to get to that so he's out (laughs) roll uh go ahead and give me uh uh, another acrobatics check for uh your landing you had no idea what was on the other side. <laughs> I was about to land a natural 20, but it landed on the 8, it's 15. So, yeah. He comes in, rolls, stands up, and then now you get to take in that sight of darkness. Brave. Like home? And last but not least, Sonara just kind of walks up, comes in, and you see everybody's kind of assessing... Yeah. Uh, just as we're, I'll, I'll uh, pass along we've shared the information but I'll pass along again to those that haven't experienced it that uh, we can move much more stealthily here uh, those of us that have that ability uh, and I cast move pass without quickly. trace nice. the glowing crystal that is my holy symbol I notice is very bright here and I just like tuck it into my cloak so it's not just like a actually it's not Oh, because the shadow fell is just kind of a perpetual. Everything is muted. So what you're used to, what things are used to being bright on the other on the prime material plane, in the shadow fell, everything is a muted kind of color. That's because it's just that oppression of darkness and and death that is in, that is pervasive throughout the shadow fell. Okay, then in that case, seeing that my glowing crystal that's usually bright is dull, I get a little worried and I grasp it and close my eyes for a second and try to contact my connection with Dol Ara and see if she feels far away. Um, you get a, a slight tingle of warmth through your body to let you know that she's still there. Okay. But it is a, it is a little little distant, but she she still you still you still have the feeling that she's with. This is a strange place. Do we see any structures or anything off in the distance? Uh, yes, roughly about five miles or so, uh, five to ten miles down. You do see that as uh, Anari and Obsidian are kind of already heading in that direction, there's a crumbling fortress that is your destination. Um, you had... You're not sub... You don't have any ro- you don't have any rogue uh, in you, right? No. Okay. Um, but regardless of that, you got you do know as you start to head in there, you you feel like you this is going faster. 
travel through the Shadowfell is a much faster pace than in the Prime Material. So, in what would the, the amount of time it would take you to walk a mile, you walk two miles in the Shadowfell. Is it just me, or is that building get clo getting closer a lot faster? No, that's one of the effects of being here in the Shadowfell. That was what I was trying to explain earlier. You uh, move much more quickly, much more stealthily for the most part, if you have uh, any type of um, stealth abilities. And uh, with our Pass Without Trace, I'm sure that's aiding. Is, is there snow here? Uh, not really. No. I mean, it, it, it looks like it's snowing, um, but it's in there. But it's not the same degree as you would see on the other side. I mean, you see forests. Uh, there's star. There's there's stars. There's clouds. It kind of looks like it did on the material plane, like a kind of a just a darker version of it. But the trees are all kind of wilted and don't really have a lot of growth to them. Um, so it's these, like the same landscape as it was in the other place, but just like a dark version. Like a dead version, almost. Weird. Cool. Uh, I'm going to be mindful of uh, watching for that tall, daunting mm -hmm. uh, figure that we saw last time to oh. make sure that we're not going to be anywhere near uh, any of that. Um, would like everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Well, and we're within five feet. Who Who's within five feet of me? Because we, so and far then, we haven't done anything about the ring. And then who's within ten feet of Anarian? Right. So that would be based on your marching order, If you how, how close you guys are to each other. But that would probably put you all within two area effects. Because you're about midway through, and then Anarian's uh, at the front, so... Uh, so I was gonna say if we put if we put Obsidian in the middle, his five should cover the two, and then if I'm in the front, my because yeah, what I'll do is I'll step up cover. and walk okay. next to the bear and right. kind of close get, in get a little bit. We okay. want to make sure everybody's within those auras. And this, so so you're gonna add plus three for me, and you'll add plus three from from me. Yeah. So, so you basically, get you get six. a plus six to your wisdom sa to your saving rolls. If you're within five to ten feet of both of them, so twenty-eight for me. Twenty-six for Shrag. Kadoki. And that was that was wisdom, correct? Yes. That would be a twenty for me. Dirty. I turned a seven into a twenty-one. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you guys. All right. So go out. Give me one second. Oh, we we're about to go to a break anyway. But this is probably a really good time. I'll just sit there and finish off by saying, <laughs> you don't suffer the uh, the. You look at the place, but the the oppression, the the oppressive like despair that would come from just seeing this kind of lifeless landscape doesn't really affect you too much. So you're able to to move through fairly well. And since it's about eleven thirty or so, we'll go ahead and take our break, answer some questions, grab some more coffee, scones, whatever. And we'll come back in probably about 10 minutes, give or take. Okie dokie. So, awesome. Sounds good. Beat. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody in the chat. Take a look at some questions. Uh, will you guys go take a break?
What do we got? Um, over to there. So where is that art? Because I just heard that we have fan art, which blows my mind. Well, if you uh, you're over on the Scuba Studio Discord, yeah, uh, scroll down to the crafting related category. Uh -huh. uh, there's a there's a channel called Painting. Oh my gosh, that's so cool! And that is our that is our first uh, batch of fan art. Oh my gosh, these are amazing! So, I love it, Mayflower. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is awesome. That makes my heart happy. So yeah, feel free to people want to make fan art and whatever and. Drop it in there. You're more than welcome. Minis, all that kind of stuff. Seems to be a thing for the D and D groups, is to have like a mini uh, a thing to share your art and what you work, what crafting you do. Mayflower, you're the best. It is totally awesome, Miss. Uh... You and your friend are the best. <laughs> very, very cool. All righty. Right. Fan art that I had didn't have to pay for. <laughs> Hence the fan. I got a character art submission, but that's not, I mean, commission that I had to pay a lot of money for. That was not. This is way more fun. Yeah, I don't think I've had a. I remember way back when I had a. I did one of those things. I like the. the, the um, I think it was Astro World in Texas. Sat down and had the little character thing done. And it was. Uh, I think it's still around here somewhere. It's been so long. It's been sitting in a dark corner for years. <laughs> um, the shadow fell of the house. Something like that, considering it was back when I was real big into laser tag. Oh, so laser tag. it's a character of me with laser tag and my uh, my moniker uh, at the in high school. Um, but just to reread uh, recap because I found my description I had. Um, uh, take. Uh, Shadowfell certainly lives up to his name. It is not uh, much brighter here than during twilight hours of the Primaterial Plane. There's a thick haze that floats in the air, dulling all colors to drab mixtures of grays and browns. The ground beneath your feet looks like dark gray soil. Indeed, a full duller, dull color, a few dull colored plants and weeds wave gently in the air here and there, despite the lack of a breeze. The earth feels strange, however, as if it were made of something more like flesh than dirt. Looking up and around, you can make out one or two twisted trees and other forests in the distance of similar types uh, through the haze and what looks like the edge of a forest to your left. Beyond the forest are darker shapes uh, that may be a mountain range or just more shadows. The ground ahead slopes upward toward another large dark shape, apparently a stunt tower of some sort. This is the fortress that you, that Obsidian and Inari are familiar with, but for Nagraz and Wilhelmina being your first time seeing this, um, you hear howls like wolf, like a wolf, but a little alien at the same time in the distance. Um, uh, there's also like a sound of breathing on the air, but you don't see anything. A sound and, of breathing? Yep, and every what so often you hear what 
Could be Raven's distance. <sighs> That's disturbing. Okay. Uh, Wilhelmina, go ahead and give me a religion check since you're a cleric. Yes, I am. Sorry. Yeah. Just rolling crazy good today. I haven't rolled under a 10 yet. Of course, now I'm going to roll a natural one on the next one. You just uh, jinxed yourself. I know, right? Religion, that's a 12. That's not, not terrible. It's not terrible. Um, with that, you are kind of familiar with the Shadowfell and probably uh, slightly familiar with its uh, with the patron that typically resides here, and that would be those who worship the raven. Got it. Yes, I probably have come across, well, I don't know, maybe not Raven Queen clerics. Eh, probably not, but I've heard about them. My mentor told me about them. Because, actually, I am a grave cleric, which is unusual for Dol Ara, but I probably would have heard about the you, grave you are familiar. You are familiar okay. with the Raven Queen, and uh, but not a whole lot more of the particulars of who here, but the Shadowfell is typically one of the Raven Queen's domains. Okay. And taking a quick moment to give a shout out to Quilleth one two three for the three months for the four month sub what? and for the gifted sub. Oh, so thank you, thank sir. You. Support is always appreciated. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> so making your way into the fortress. Erdeskud. <laughs> Um, so as we walk in, I point to the first door on the right and tell people not to open that door. Now I want to open it. No, 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 no. That's don't the rat it. door. Give you me don't a perception check, Wilhelmina. The rat door. There we go. There it is. That's a three. Hang on. <laughs> so that is an eight. Uh, if she goes to open it, I go. And yeah, you go to stop, stop her, her, but she doesn't hear anything. You know what's behind oh. the door, so I'm not going to make you do anything. But she has no idea, so it's up to you. She's there, like, there are anything. hundreds Why? of rats in there. Oh, yeah. well, I I've got this one. That's that's enough. I don't I don't need any more swarms of rats. Are never a good thing. Yes, which is why we don't open that door. Okay, got it. Good good to know. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this is it, huh? Looks like not quite been so. Here in a long time. We uh, we want to go head to the staircase and head down. Mm -hmm. Head mm -hmm. down to the library. Okay. Have you guys gone up? Is there anything up there? That's uh, yeah. We had a couple specters we had to deal with up, so oh, we don't go good. up. Good specters. Yeah. That's always fun. <clears throat> All right, let's find this library. I look at Shrag. You ready? Oh, yeah. He's like rubbing his hands in glue. Like, oh, yeah, shinies. The bear's fat so, butt just barely fit through the door. Goob, I'll go ahead and draw my swords just in case anything has repopulated the area that we had cleared. And I would suggest that we still move cautiously, even though we did somewhat clear the area. Yes, because uh, there are quite a few rooms in here you never explored. But Correct. if exactly. the attempt is to go straight to the library, that's actually uh, pretty quick. Yep. So we're going to go straight through those first two doorways, hang a right, and the first door on the left, left. is where yep. we'll stop and listen. Um, can I ritually... Do I have that 
Ritually like casting detect magic. Uh, you can, but it's only got what a range of what thirty feet. Yeah, I just want to ritually cast it when we're in the lobby and just kind of have it up. So in case anything is within thirty feet of us, I'd have a better chance of seeing it. Sounds good. Well, doesn't it take ten minutes to cast it ritually? Yes. Because by it'll only take us what two to get to the library. Well, then by the time we get to the library, I'll only have eight more minutes left. <laughs> and then meow. we're we're gonna listen at the uh, listen at the door, check check very carefully, make sure nothing's been disturbed All since right, we so were you last descend there. The, you descend the stairwell, go through the first door. You have this kind of large open room, and a door across the hall. You go through that. Mm-hmm. And the first door that leads to a hallway, that's the one you stop and you listen at? Well, we stop and Where listen we... there, and then... What, yeah, there's one there's on the, nothing, as you're coming down, anything. it'd be on the right side. Right, I remember mm-hmm. that one. And then further down, there's a door at the end of the hall, and then a door on the Which... left side. The left yeah, side was the library. Yeah, we haven't gone into those doors. Yeah, and we haven't you, checked You're talking about rooms. that first hallway still, right, Scoob? Yep. So we haven't gone down there yet. We took the first right. We have not been down there yet. So, should we check it out? I I think we better focus on the library right now first, and then we'll clear out the rest of it later. Okay. We have, well, Obsidian and I have a plan for how we're tackling the library, and we uh, we used it successfully the last time. So I think it should stand us in good stead again. Do you want me to cast any light in here, or? Does anyone not have dark vision? <laughs> Oops. Well, you have these, and I pull my goggles of night down over my eyeballs. Yep. There we go. So Perfect. as descending the, it's coming into the fortress. It's dark, and I mean a little. There's not a whole lot of light. So as you kind of put those on, then all of a sudden everything kind of illuminates with the vision with the goggles, and now you can kind of see. <laughs> Okay. So, do we hear anything at the uh, at the library door, or at the door on the the first door on the right as we made that turn into that corridor? Turned into the corridor, first door on the right. Uh, give me a perception th- check. Sure. I think we did check that one. I think it was the one farther down that we didn't. I got a twenty-seven. Uh, you're not hearing. I only got a thirteen. Yeah, and you got you're not hearing anything in that doorway. Okay. Um, if you go ahead and open it, you see it's a storeroom uh, that had um, stuff uh, had like food and whatnot in it, but all of it has rotted long ago. Okay. Uh, so that was it's the first rotted door to the point the you don't even smell it. It's been that it's been that long. Is there anything in there besides food? Uh some old tattered cloth again that's kind of rotted away nothing of it really nothing of use or value um then i think the next our next step would be to to listen at the library door and again be cautious about entering before we put ourselves in that space all right uh going to the first door in the library you kind of listen in on the door uh who's doing the listening go ahead and give me another perception That is going to be a 26. Uh, it's, again, kind of quiet. You open the door, you see the next... You remember there's another door that's 
currently past that. It's kind of yeah, like a, a double. little ante room before you mm -hmm. go into the library proper. Going to listen to that one. That one seems fine. Uh, opening it in, and you guys kind of step in, and for the benefit, yes, Obsidian. So when we go to go into that second door, I close the first door that leads into the hallway and stick the rod, a movable rod up against it and against the ground or yep. right. So you, that you no, essentially bar the door. door. Nobody, yep. Okay. Now the room, the room is secure. There's nothing that is going to get in that won't try to break the yeah. door or unless it just doesn't need the door to get in. Yeah. And that, right. and then we'll explain to uh Shrag and, uh, and Wilhelmina, this is our tactic for securing uh, anytime we need some secured space. That is a nifty item. And I like pull on it and like push all my weight on it. Like, wow, this really doesn't move. Nope. Not even a little. They go in, they, they kind of the put button. it in there. <laughs> I hit the button. Don't put the button. And now the rod. And if, are you holding the rod or do you just push the button? Just, just push? push button. As soon as you push the button, the, the rod drops floor. and clangs <laughs> on the ground. So. I'll pick it back up and reactivate it against the door again. <laughs> That's cool. I won't push uh, the button. All right. So sure. we're going to, again, um, with with our new companions, let's check the, the main uh, library area to see if there's any books of interest that we may find or that they may find of interest and then obsidian Actually, if you want to guide them back to the secret room area well let's well yeah first, so since before the two we get them... to the books i want to make sure nothing is in the secret room area to make sure we are secured yep. works so for me going then into we don't the first surprised. part of the library for snag snag rises and willamina's benefit uh See, hundreds of books fill the shelves throughout the room, both against the walls and in several freestanding cases. The book subject matter varies wildly. Uh, so most discuss uh, magic in the inner planes. There's a lot of books on the Shadowfell. Uh, there are books about the prime material. Uh, most uh, for Shagra's uh, depth um, and Wilhelmina, given your now you would you would know that these things would be of high pre, high value to any to academics in a lot of places some of them look fairly good in good conditions some of them look kind of weathered and old uh this is a kind of a mix but this is just like huge library of books hundreds and hundreds of tomes of various sizes and thicknesses throughout the throughout the space if anybody looks at Shrag now at this moment in time, <clears throat> he's, he's like vibrating. You're not quite sure if he's shaking in fear or excitement. You okay, friend? Ah, last time I had stuff like this, things, things happened. <laughs> That's actually a fair statement. <laughs> Mistakes Good. were made, things happened. Good things or bad things? Uh, Good things? Holds up the book. Ah... <laughs> uh, Looks around the rest of the party. Bad things? <laughs> a little bit of both. Okay. Well, don't worry. We got your back. You're okay. All right. So, uh, I for... would like to uh, just kind of walk along the shelves of the books and just kind of like 
run my hand on them, take a deep breath of the smell of the old stale books because that's such a good smell. Uh, as you as you walk through uh, the 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 room is kind of a uh, kind of a wide L shape. So if you just to kind of walk you through the room as you come in the door, if you turn to the right, you've got you've got roughly about uh, five to eight foot uh, five foot space on on either side are bookcases. As you get to the end and turn right again, you see the case, the center cases wrap around for another little hallway of books. And then you know, it also kind of goes down another um, 50 feet of just bookcases along the side and turn and the wall turns again. Um, you loop around and again, it's uh, so it's like 50 feet <laughs> wide by 50 feet tall as far as the room. And it's, it's kind of this L shape with just two sets of freestanding bookcases in the middle making another hall, uh, another couple of hallways. So. And of course, the walls are completely lined. There's no windows. There's nothing because you're you're underground. Just all books, and it's roughly about a 20, a ten foot ceiling, the so floor to ceiling all the way down. Just to kind of give you an idea how many books are in there. Books. I want to go to the section that's like about the Shadowfell, and I want to see if I can find a book that's of like creatures of the Shadowfell. Go ahead and an investigation check. Shouldn't have said anything about my dice rolls. That is a nine. First section you're looking at, you're not really finding anything on that. Be um, sure keep an eye out for uh, creatures of the Shadowfell. Because okay, you okay. might be able to learn something about the flying shadow. And also, these <clears throat> books might be a way to offset the cost of our displacer cloaks because that artificer woman said she wanted knowledge well there's much knowledge here knowledge so that, on, on that note anari and obsidian what do you do as you come in i think obsidian you were saying you wanted to check something yeah i'm heading Scan. right down to the where we know that secret passage is just to make sure no one or nothing is in there to ensure we do have a secured area to work in all right. Um, Schnagger has a... Oh, go ahead, Anari. No, I just also want to double check and see if uh, there's any signs that anybody has come in here since we were last there as well. Make sure that nothing has been removed or displaced from what we remember. All right, Anari, you give me an investigation check. Uh, Wilhelmina and Schnagras give me perception checks. Seven. Okay. <laughs> Investigation. Yeah, that's how we were rolling when we were in here, which is why we couldn't find any book we needed. Yeah. Investigation is going to be a 17. Uh, you don't see any sign that uh, you see a you, you see a plenty of footprints along the dust, but none, uh, one or two sets seem different than when you were in last time. But there does, does, uh, doesn't appear to be anyone else in uh, anyone uh, in at this time. So the new the new footprints do they go into the secret secret room space? Uh, no. Or just in the library proper. Just in the library proper. Okay. We'll say for the sake of brevity, you shut the door on your way out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Snagros, what was your uh, perception? I'm still vibrating, looking at books. I got a four. 
Yeah, you guys don't notice Obsidian kind of look at you, kind of shrug, and then walk over, go up to a bookcase, click a little button, and open it, and then step into another room. You're, you're just all focused on what you're seeing. And... We don't notice him go? Oh, crap. No, you don't. <laughs> um, so, sorry, sorry, Steve, just as we were walking through, obviously you said that there's an awful lot of books and it's probably going to be too much to take them all in, but you mentioned obviously them being higher value. Um, Trag's going to take a piece of paper and just going to tear little bits up and as he's walking past what looks like might be really key, good quality books that might be worth coming back to, he's going to shove like a little slip of paper into the bookcase as he goes past them. Okay. Unless you're, unless you're going to want to try and take the time to catalog everything. One one of the things that I was going to ask is the the titles that seem of interest or that would be useful. Um, we have our bags of holding, so we can start grabbing those books to take along with us. In reality, we can have room to carry all of those books based on a volume rather than a oh weight. Oh God, no, no. We won't have everything. This, this, but this we can be several tons. That. Yeah. We won't have everything, but we can make several trips. But for right now, we can take ones that would be the higher value targets, so to speak. The ones That's in cool. better shape and mm -hmm. the big, thick ones. And then we, of course, want to leave room for the ones that are in the secret room. So we want to re we want to evaluate first what we find and then take the ones that are most useful. So Shrag will gesture to you then and there and sort of go, magic, any of these magic? And then we'll I'll point to the secret room and show them where Obsidian disappeared. So Has oh, detect magic. Seen anything yet? Uh, as you move toward the uh, toward toward uh, toward uh, toward uh, the bottom section of of the uh, library where it's narrowest, you do start to get uh, a kind of a sensation. But you're not you don't, you actually don't see anything magical in the library at okay. this point. But there is a a sense there's magic nearby. Um, and then do I get the sense that that's from the hidden area or maybe something else? Uh, give me a perception check. Another chance to see if you see. <laughs> Obsidian, uh, go and give me a perception for because you wanted to check for activity. Six. Everything's quiet. Twenty-four. This time you notice that the, you, your first scan as you walked through, uh, there were just bookcases lining on the second pass. You notice that one of the bookcases is open, and as you look around, you see Obsidian standing by a door, <laughs> kind of pointing to it. And this is where you're kind of getting that strong sense. And as soon as he, as soon as you open the door, the entire room lights up. In oh. your eyes. Oh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Looking to the light. Um, I'm blinded. Yeah. Oh, blinded and by we, the light. Uh, and I obviously look at him and go, be very, very careful what you touch in here. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of booby traps. We counted at least 10 or 12 or 15 booby traps in here when we were here last time. Okay. Yeah, I, I imagine don't, the don't pick stuff very up. obvious for me. All right. Um, in this... Uh, in this library there are this is a much smaller library and there are cabinets everywhere and all of the books and scrolls are kept behind these cabinets so everything in here has some type of magical property cool i'm just looking this... around, not touching anything just trying to take it all in <laughs> this is incredible 
This is why we brought you along with the Dispel Magic spells and why we prepared you for this particular endeavor. I call Shrag over and I start pointing out where I see the magic glowing. So there's definitely more glyphs here than we can dispel. So we need to prioritize. How many glyphs are on cabinets versus how many glyphs are protecting individual books and scrolls? Um, most of the uh, most of the cabinets all have some type of glyph on them, so presumably it's get through that, and then there might be a few of the scrolls behind the cabinets that would have an additional glyph on it. And how many and how many cabinets were in the room? Uh, roughly two dozen. Wow. Um, based on our investigations last time, um, I don't recall what we had uh, determined were the the more protected of the cabinets. Is there any way to identify that? Um, I would say it's probably going to be an investigation. Um, no, it's just for the sake of this. Is, most everything in here is protected. This, I mean, the fact that this library is... Uh, again, compared, to, compared to the amount of books that are out in the other one, this yeah, one, yeah. everything in here is of significant value. So everything in here is protected. Just trying to prioritize. So trying to get a feel for where, where we would want to start. So with these books that are protected on the cabinets and stuff, can we at least see the spines of the books? Can we sort of see writing and titles on them or are they all fairly blank? Uh, you can see a few, um, and some of them are of different quality. Like some of them are definitely old. Some of them look like they're newer, but given what, uh, Obsidian and Anari have told you of this place, that seems a little weird too, considering it's been, it's been like a hundred, it's been a couple hundred years. This place has like a, been a few hundred years abandoned. And some of these books don't look like a few hundred years have passed. Other books, you could definitely tell a few hundred, maybe close to a thousand years have passed. So, I don't know if I'm more interested in the newer ones or the older ones. Well, Shrag will speak up and so basically, mm, magic innate in book, if kept alive. Book live, book better. Depends. Do you want to consult your book? Remember, your I, book has uh, quite a bit of information. Yeah, let's whip out the book. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to get out and sort of I'll write a question in of sort of you seeing this, where do we start? You feel this? Um, go ahead and uh, give me uh, an arcana check or yeah, give me, give me an intelligence check with the books uh, the books of, with, the, with the books ability advantage cool, uh, that's going to be a dirty 20 Alrighty, um, as you as you kind of write in there the description of what you're seeing, because uh, the book the book can't tell visual, so it's relying on the input you give it. Yep. Uh, after a little while of scrolling that in there, it kind of replies back with uh, some information that the Shadowfell uh, things in the Shadowfell have different properties than the Prime Material, and the Prime Material has different has the the two planes have different effects on things. Some of those newer books might be, and as you ask that question, it's possible that a book could be maintained with magic, but also a book that was made in the Shadowfell would have different properties 
because because it's native plane. So it would age differently anyway. Okay, I'll, I'll relay it to the other guys of the pre-organ is important to each other, and it might be some written here and some not. Hence the aging of it. So it's not really going to give Nestia steer on, which is a more powerful book, but it could be that the ones written here might be of immediate more interest rather than ones written elsewhere. Well, then maybe we should go for one of the ones that looks like it was made here. Yep. So before they do any kind of mat dispel magic, I'm going to step out. There's no sense in all of us being in here if something goes wrong. Plus, I have a spare the dying cantrip. So if something does go wrong and I have cure wounds, I have the ability to help out. So I'm going to step around the corner a bit. Okay. I was going to say, <clears throat> just to give, since they're the ones that have the knowledge and so forth um if obsidian's going to step around the corner i'll go ahead and step into the ante room there okay. um that's before the the secret room and leave the two of them in the secret room okay cool so shragnaz and uh we'll probably just get our heads together and we'll just like come up with we'll look generally around and we'll come up between us with one that looks like the most interesting cabinet to start on okay are there like categories or labels on any of these so we could see the general subject matter because you see some of the indications of the various different schools of magic uh, a lot of necromancy related stuff um there are some some ones uh depending on the languages what language do you speak um common what did we decide because i could never find a place to put the uh added proficiencies Oh, uh, yeah, that's over on, as you're looking at the sheet where it says skills and proficiencies, there's a little cog that you can click and then you can add additional language proficient. Okay. Uh, um, and common, one of the other things I'm going to... Hang on. Sorry, go ahead. Common, Draconic, and Dwarvish, and then whatever was associated with my mentors, which I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Uh, we'll double check. Uh, uh, draconic was definitely one because one was a lizard. Yeah, folk, uh, and then the I think one, one of them was, was giant. Furbog. Yeah, giant. You would. So whatever the whatever the languages, uh, lizard folk and uh, furbogs know, you would know those, plus those of your uh, race. Okay, so common, draconic, dwarvish, and giant. I think okay. is my languages. Okay, uh, obsidian. I'm gonna stick my head back around the corner and yell down the hallway. We also are looking for a book on how to close the portal. So let's start with that. For that. Yes, we should start with that. And then I go back around the corner. <laughs> All right. Which sense, sense would dictate that might be more of a <clears throat> book that's actually been written here. So again, we maybe focus on those. Yeah. At least Snag to start. Snagras, what uh, languages do you speak? Uh, over and above what Will speaks, just go Goblin to add to that one. Okay. Uh, I have some other languages as well, if they think it may be helpful. What languages do you speak? Abyssal, Common, Draconic, Druidic, Dwarvish, and then, of course, these can't. Jeez. Alrighty. Um, Anari, what languages do you speak? Common, Elvish, Sylvan, and Thieves can't. We know okay. so many languages. Um, Wilhelmina, go ahead and give me an investigation check. I believe that's a 24 again. All right. Um, yep. Some of the some of the titles are kind of a different dialect of Draconic. 
like old, okay. like kind of old draconic. Because again, most magic, uh, it, most magic tends to have some type of draconic uh, back end to it because cool. of the, the stuff. So uh, you do come across a couple of them. They're a little hard to make out, but you do see a case that seems to have a couple of books and that have a couple of books in there that talk about teleportation and planar travel. Okay. I think maybe one of these would have something about that portal. It's hard to tell, but it looks like it has something to do with teleportation, travel between planes. Should we start with one of these? Yeah, because if we can potentially set up a direct teleportation link between the room <clears throat> and back at the other library, we can close the portal to Shadowfell and have our own quick transport between the two. Shrad, can you teleport between planes? Does your teleportation circle work like that? Start scribbling away. Uh, <clears throat> I should get my notes out and I will have a quick check on where that's potentially possible. And to an arcana for that check, check Scoob. Go ahead. That would be an 18. All right. And that's uh, with the book's assistance, right? Yes, yeah, that's with the advance. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> remind me again what the question was. I was looking up something. So with the, the notes that I found in the library and the finishing of the teleportation circle, do I believe if I recreated an equivalent circle here that we could teleport between that and the other realm? Yes. And given the info, also taking into account the information, because uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that over your travel, Obsidian and Anari would have told you at length about their adventure here in preparation. So there is a room that has several of these partial teleportation circles in there. So, okay, with your with the knowledge you've been as amassing, you sh you're pretty confident that you can build a connection point. Awesome. Okay, that's good to know. Well, should I just go for it and try dispelling one of these? Go for it. <clears throat> All right. I pick one of those that I can kind of read and cast Dispel Magic. All righty. Uh, go ahead and read off Dispel Magic for those who are unfamiliar with it. Okie dokie. It is a third level spell. Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range, which is 120 feet. Any spell of third or lower on the target ends, and I have to make a roll for anything of fourth or higher. Uh, yep. You uh, and you focus on this particular cabinet to dispel the the glyph. And that one kind of shines a little bright and then fades and the glyph kind of uh, fades away. Do I feel like confident to open the cabinet? Confident to open the cabinet? I'm going to like check around it and make sure there's no physical traps that I can see. Okay. Trag at this point will stop her and just put a little hand up and he'll whip out the wand. And he's going to summon an unseen servant. 
Impressive. Most excellent. So they'll back up a little bit and he'll get that little sort of like dust cloud of like sort of a humanoid shape just to move down and get it to open the cabinet instead. I back right. up. <laughs> back up. The unseen servant comes up, opens the cabinet, and nothing happens. Whew. This is really nerve wracking. All righty. Ha, we got many more to go yet. This is going to be fun. <laughs> so now that the cabinet is dispelled, is it like a bunch of books in there that we can grab, or is there more glyphs in there that we need to dispel? Um, this one doesn't have any scrolls with little glyphs on it. Uh, this one is just a, a, a couple of a couple of thick volumes, like thick volumes. Oh, home <laughs> Batman. Okay, I will. You, you, you know you know those like those old webster dictionaries you'd find at the library that's like obscenely huge just kind of uh, yeah this it weighs is the, like as much as shrag yeah this is this is one of those big like 50 pound tomes that talks about planar tra the planes and travel and and whatnot and then another one about another one a little bit a little bit shorter but a little bit thinner that talks uh, that's kind of a, a, a kind of a journal along with the other one, so. Drag, hmm. do you have a bag of holding? No. Hey, Anari! Yeah, I'll, oh. I'm in the little Sorry. anteroom, so I'll go ahead and come in and, and um, put them in the bag of holding. Thank you. I am not very strong, so my arms are like shaking as I'm trying to put the book in there. I'll, I'll pick them up for her. I don't have a problem with that. All right. So there is also a little desk in this room that you could set the book on and kind of peruse. And that's what I was going to say. Do we do we want to start putting them away before we've checked on them and see which ones we want to take? Or shouldn't we kind of look through them first and decide which ones are the ones that we want to take out of this place? Yes, yeah, so if we probably do a group. So if we work through the Dispelling Magic first, get a, a batch of them to work through, yep. we can then be working through that while we're taking shifts to basically rest up. Um, and that would, as you say, we can triage which ones off we take. Because again, depending if there's some bad ones in here, I mean, I'd have thought we're probably going to concentrate on focusing on this lot first before we start on the other books. Yeah, and especially if, especially if the shadow books may not operate the same way on the material plane, we wouldn't want to leave them, or we wouldn't want to take them out of the shadow fell, if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, because again, if, if what we've picked up from earlier on, if a thousand year old book looks rough in here but it's the dark one from here that looks fine if we remove it from the shadow fell it might just instantly age and just fall to pieces mm -hmm. exactly is there any way we can like know if we take a book out of the shadow fell if it'll lose its power or give me an arcana check or automatically just disintegrate uh 12 not 100% sure what'll happen. All right. Shrag, why don't you ask your book? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh the book's liking me today. That will be a 22. The book confirmed, uh, does let you know that, yeah, uh, anything, anything here brought to the prime material will probably fade away fairly expeditiously, especially if it's in sunlight. Anything or just the Shadowfell books? The Shadowfell books. Okay. So any 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 <clears throat> any book that was created by materials in the Shadowfell, once you take it to the prime material, 
it will start to kind of fade away because it's not in the same atmosphere, so to speak. And if it's exposed to sunlight, it will expedite the problem. So we definitely don't want to take the shadow shadow fell books out of here. We need to keep them here. Yeah, yeah. which Shag, would make sense. How much paper do you have? How, could you make a copy of some of these if we think Tinkerbell may benefit from a book from the shadow fell? Yeah, I mean, there's pages in the spell book. I've got some extra paper with me as well. I'm sure there's probably spare paper here as well we can pinch from the desk and stuff. Um, I mean, if we can find an area where there's actually a teleportation circle, it might be worthwhile setting like a protected enclave where if we've got the circle inside the room is we try and permanently bar the door. So we can have almost like a teleportation, move the books from the library into the room with the teleportation circle, seal the room, and then we can have a direct link between the other library and here and just keep the Shadowfell books in that one room and just pile them all together. Yeah, and we can absolutely do that because the room where the, the um, glyphs are on the floor is only has one door in. Brilliant. Yeah. So we can somehow permanently seal that, have a nice secure room, and then just keep them here as a, almost like a secondary library for ourselves. And that's that's what I was thinking. Um, with the uh, information, Shragnaz, that you've gotten from your <clears throat> studies of the mage's teleportation and so forth, are you able to recreate teleportation circles? Yeah, I think from having completed the one and having an understanding of it from what the book's shown me, um, if it follows the same path, as it were, I suppose, and it's not different from being in the, the Shadow Realm, we should be able to do it. So then maybe maybe we'd want to create a um, teleportation circle here in this secret part of the library and uh, and link that up then to the mansion area that we would want to uh, be able to move entrance to, to and from. That the secret entrance that leads in here is do we see any way that we can block it, bar it, keep other people from entering? Um, not without putting a permanent rod or some kind of uh, magic to reshape uh, stone or whatnot. Um, don't believe you guys have any of those abilities, but again, this place has been abandoned for a while. There's not really any other way in or out. So this might be a good base of operations. Shadowfell. That's kind of what I was thinking. And try to try to set try to homestead it. <laughs> yeah, we need to clear it out completely first. But yeah, I think this would be a good place for us to have a base of operations here on this plane. Yeah, so probably what we can do, if we go to the room with one of the teleportation circles that's partly complete, we can just double check and see whether it follows the same patterns. If it does, maybe try and just recreate one from scratch in, in the room. If not, at least we've maybe got some half-inch ones we can, not ideally location-wise, but we've got something to back it up. So... Anarian, should do you want to start looking or through some of the rooms that we have missed while these guys are working, or do you want to just kind of stay here and hang out? We can uh, we can at least begin our investigations, I suppose. You and I, we'd made okay. we want to make sure that they're secured in this in this well, area. So they can. We'll leave my rod here. Someone can just reattach it. Perfect. And. Um, we have sending stones. We can communicate with them to let us in if we need it or if we get into trouble. That sounds like a good far. plan to me. Well, we're going to stay within the fortress, but we're going to try to clear out some right. of the other rooms within the fortress. Some of the other rooms. 
if we're going to establish this as a base of operation, we need to do a complete exploration because the first time we came down here, there were several places we bypassed. So we need to make sure and investigate completely and make sure make sure everything is clear and secure, and then we can start operating in this area. I'm just nervous about you two going off on your own in case you run across any more specters or anything like that. We would be too far to really be able to help much. We won't be far. Okay. We'll stay to the like I, I would say area. the first place we start is basically the doorway across the hall from where we're at now. Yeah, so I was gonna say really if I remember that far. If I remember right, the as we came down the hallway, that first on the right was the storage room, and then the first on the left was the library, but there was one door directly across on the right hand side as well. Yeah, a little so, bit further yeah. down, but there's a another little door down. on the right, and then there's a door at the end of the hallway. When well, you the guys door... came through the first time you went straight to the end, opened yep. that door. And you left yep. the door on the right, uh, yeah. the last door on the right alone. Right. Yeah. So we never went. So we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go to that door directly across and check that area. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, will one so, of you come with us? We'll deactivate the yeah. rod once we leave the room. You can reactivate it so that you all are secure. I'll do that. Well, you could also sit there and yeah, but you could. There's the, this hallway has two doors that are in it. So you guys only have one. Or yeah, right? or you can just secure this area too, if you would we, prefer. As I say, we have, we have two, we have two rods. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's one way in, there's the stairs coming down and then there's the door into this hallway. Check the storeroom. There's nothing there. You have the library. So you oh, could I see what you're saying block up where the stairway down was or the you had to come down the stairway and then you had to go through a door you could block that door, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. door yep. is, why don't we do then... that the issue i have with that though is that there were still other rooms along this level like back toward the bedroom and where we found greet the greelocks and things we haven't checked some of those either no, so i don't want to close off away. that yeah. end yeah Too but hard. i don't want to close off that end and then have other things that might come in there. It's better to secure the library room door because we know that area is secure. Okay. At least that's my thinking. Anybody anybody Actually, else think you know differently? What? Well, let's go ahead and secure both because this way we know as we're going through areas, nothing else will be coming down. We'll be coming back. Because remember okay. the footprints we saw. Yeah, that, so and that's part of what concerns me. through here. Exactly. That's what concerns me is someone's been in the library since we've been here. And we don't know where they came from. It could have been either down the stairs or it could have been from yeah. the other direction where we, we uh, found the uh, Rakshasa. Right. Yeah. So, Scoob, we'll take uh, Anarian's rod and go back towards that other door and secure it as well. The one that's leading at, to the At stairs. the end of the hallway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do will you, make a note. Do you, do you have the map for that level here? Yes, available. but since you haven't got... explored all of it, I can't give it to you. Oh, that's true. Huh? Yeah. All right. So we're going to start working on exploring it so we can have it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Let's, yeah. We'll secure the hallway door and then go back. Obsidian, uh, uh, I'll go back to the uh, the doorway across the hall. Yep. All right. So if I'm right, it's we have the stairs that come down, go through one door. You have the kind of this room, go through another door. Then a door on the right, to mm -hmm. which is the hallway. Door, yeah, door on the right as you come down. That was the storage room. 
No. Because we came down the stairs, three we door. took the first right. Yeah, first right, so there's a door there you pass through it, so that's the door you're going to secure to prevent getting up, get anyone coming down from the stairs to come into this hallway that right. led to the storeroom and the library and right. whatnot. Okay, so yeah, that's the way, the way up is now barred, and because there's still two rooms uh, that you hadn't checked on that side. Correct. Down that hallway, right. So now you're going to come through... Uh, coming out the library, and you wanted to you wanted to check the uh, the other set of doors across from the library. Correct. Correct. Okay. And so right now the library is barred, and then the exit is barred, basically. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. So go and you check that door. Listen first. Listen. All right. Whoever's listening, go and give me your perception. 24. All right. You're not hearing anything as you kind of open up the door, come in, you see a laboratory. There are workbenches that surround this room. It's roughly probably, probably about 60 feet by 60 feet room. Uh, it's got workbenches uh, in the center, along the walls, and all kinds of beakers and and, and vials and stuff for uh, alch alchemical research, and whatnot. I'll do a uh, I'll do a search of the of the room of the lab. Okay. Investigation. Um, uh, go ahead and roll it. Twenty one. All right. Um, a lot of the stuff is broken or kind of rotted away from old age uh you do find a couple of vials with some with some liquid in it but you can't really tell if anything in there is still kind of vile viable okay um uh or have decayed to a point um okay. we'll put those in the bag of holding to have somebody identify we'll investigate it later yeah yep there were two of them you said um, nice, John. Yeah, two, two of the, a uh, couple of them are one. Uh, it's like two, three, four, four look uh, like they're uh, still kind of might be useful, but you're not sure what's in them. Okay, so we'll take those four to to identify later. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, the rest of the equipment and, and stuff is kind of rotted away. There are there are jar there are jars with uh, some might have been components used for making things. Of course, they've all kind of rotted away. Uh, there's a few books in here as well. Of uh, kind of skimming through, they look like uh, essentially alchemical recipe books. Uh, are they recoverable? Um, yeah. I mean, they look like they're fairly decent shape for this for the area. How many? Can we determine if they were written here or if they are from the material plane? Uh can't really tell from the well can't really tell from the age of the book. Um probably a good rule of thumb it might have been something that was here uh, created here versus brought over. Okay. So, okay. so it's we'll all it's all fairly legible. Of, yeah, we'll add those to the bag of holding to make sure we add to the stack that we're going to be investigating and looking through. Okay. Because we'd like to get everything kind of in one area. In one place. Yeah, I that agree. That we can. That looks viable. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that, that secret study room, I think, is a good place to put all the stuff that we're going to want to keep here. 
Okay. Uh, you also notice that there is a door on the left, uh, toward the back left corner of the room. So back toward where the bedroom was? Yes. Okay. So go over and listen at that door. Go over and, yep. All right. Uh, you don't, go and give me your perception, Anari. That is going to be a 16. Alrighty. Uh, not really hearing anything through that door. As you open it, uh, the hallway looks familiar. Uh, to the right is a short little hallway where the uh, teleportation the, the teleportation room was. And that's where we found the mage, right? Yep, that's where they found okay. the mage's body. Okay. And as you kind of step in there, the, of course, you have empty chests you left there, and uh, there's still that body there, and all of the uh, circles are littered about the room. Okay. And we don't see anything else that we may have overlooked the first time. Yep. How and many, and just... how many glyphs or circles are on the floor? Three? Uh, Double checking my notes here. Uh, there's a, there's a one, there's a two, it's kind of what, there's one, there's two kind of circles in there, uh, kind of, okay. a, but, um, some, so they're kind of, that's what's kind of in there. It's like a two, actually we'll just go, it's one large circle okay. kind of, kind of thing. Okay. It's just so got the large. different, it's got the different glyphs and, and, and stuff in it. Yeah. I was remembering you, you kind of were describing it as like the Stargate with the, destination points right yeah there's a glyph on the floor it's got various points on there so um um now that we have kind of that description from from shrag on how that sort of operated is it possible to um try to ascertain maybe arrival or destination points uh go and give me an arcana check that is going to be a 17. The looking at the glyphs and you were asking, could it be used to connect? What was the, tell me again, the question so that you were describing it like the Stargate. You said there mm -hmm. were going to be arrival points and destination points. Yeah. So based on what I'm seeing here in the room, am I able to maybe kind of figure out what this point arrival point would be um looking through there's a couple uh your home location there's a few glyphs that kind of that are there and based on a conversation with shagner as you see a couple where it says where it talks about the shadow fell but you also see it looks like uh a lot of it seems to connect with like the astral astral plane to then move to other places Okay, so I want to make sure and take notes. Um, we're going to bring Shragnaz back here, but I also want to take notes to show him so that he might have an idea before we get there too. Yep. And if you remember, I did draw a cop out what this looked like and yep. had given it to Shrag before we left to, yeah. to go to the other city. So he, yep. he does know it's here and what it does look like. Okay, yeah. I had forgotten that. Thank you. Welcome. And then the other thing I remembered, if, if I'm remembering our map correctly, turning back away from this room and looking straight back down that hallway. It was just an L hallway, right? That would take mm -hmm. us back to the library. And then the one door is where we went into like the bedroom area. Is that correct? 
Uh, yes. You come out. As you wanna, come out. I, as you come out of there and come down, you see the hallway goes down. That's and the secret door that is that is still open, and the other okay. secret door that leads all the way through and back down to the vault. Yep. So we'll and since probably... there's one secret door in this hallway, I do want to check and make sure that we haven't missed anything. Missed anything. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Alrighty. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. At 20 for 22. Good. Because I only had a 12. Dice jail. <laughs> Okay. What did you get, uh, Nari? Nat 20. Alrighty. Um, taking the time to search the walls as you go, as you are moving toward the bedroom, you notice that there is a section of the wall that kind of sticks out to you. And you kind of look and you find a recess that indicates that there is a secret door right here and as you kind of i'll uh, signal obsidian and let him know what i've found so we want to we want to listen because if i remember correctly we heard voices calling us now i know we supposedly the... took care of that but just to make sure That's we want to we want to listen yep all right a all right, go ahead and listen. Okay, so perception. 15 on my side. Another 26. Uh, not really hearing anything uh, through the door. Okay. Very cautiously, or check for traps first before we open it up. All right. And as you uh, open the door, you see a hallway that kind of goes and turns at an angle to the left and then draw swords. Got draw swords. Yep. And then uh, turns again. And then as you explore that down, it turns left again. And at the end of the hallway, it looks like it's caved in. Like this might have been so, another another way uh, an escape some another way a way out of the fortress or whatever, considering it's a secret door and whatnot. But unfortunately, it's been caved in long ago. So the it's not recent rubble. It's been no. it's been there for quite some time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does it so, look stable? Unstable? If we go take a look at it and like move a rock or two, does it look like? Give me, it, an, it, give me an investigation check. Oh God. <laughs> gonna give you everything 16 19 uh yes it looks uh fairly settled at, at the because of the with the cave in the cave in was long long ago and we don't see anything else up here no signs of anybody no footprints dust on the ground i mean other than our footprints of course no and you're, you're just, the only just, footprints in here on as far as the dust. No one has been in here for you're the first. Just to follow that up a little bit, um, the um, footprints that we saw in the library um, was it is it possible to maybe go back and and retrace that? I'll 
talked to Obsidian about maybe we should follow and see where those came in and went out again. Uh, that might give us some uh, knowledge as to maybe perhaps who's been coming in and out or where they've been coming from. Yeah, we do need to do that. Go ahead and give me a survival check. Okay. Yeah. And me both. But yeah, if you're both trying, either that or I was gonna say, can I, I? I'll assist Obsidian. Huh. So what would that be? Advantage. Yes. Oh, that was much better. I have a twenty-two. Okay. Um. Obviously, there are none of those footprints in this space. Right. And kind of backtracking Backtrack. back to the library. And now yeah. that you're kind of seeing, you see, you see this set. Um, they're a slender uh, footprint. Okay. Um, actually, fairly reminiscent of yours, Anarn. So, possibly Elvish. Yep. As, okay. Uh, coming through, and you kind of, as you kind of track it, track it through. It looks like they went. They kind of followed the same path you, Day, and the four of you had done on your previous one. Mm -hmm. And they don't seem to have veered uh, much further from that. It's almost like somebody came in, followed your path, and walked back out. They followed back out. Okay. So really nothing that we're able to ascertain from from that set other than spaces we've already covered and investigated. Yeah. And okay. with Obsidian's uh, role, it, was like, it looks like it might have been two sets of these uh, elfish... Elvish style feet footprints that so have possibly through. two people or two trips. Two people. Okay. All right. Um, so comparing notes with Obsidian on that. Um, any other? You want, why don't we compare notes? You want to switch back for a minute? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm and then go back to the the library, folks. So coming back to the library. Wilhelmina and Snagraz, what are the two of you doing with all of this time? I imagine by now that Wilhelmina has spent all of her dispel magics to unlock things. How many did you how many did you have per long rest? I can technically do five because okay. I have uh three first levels and two fourth uh sorry, three third levels and two fourth levels. Okay. How but... many do you wish to expend? I don't know. That's that's tough. So I figured so we figured there's probably about twenty-five different cases in here with stuff in it. So it would take you a few days of dispelling glyphs to unlock everything. I can throw in five a day with that one as well, because well, four five for the first day, four for others, because I've got one stud in the ring. I can cast three, and I can throw my fourth level one as well. So initially, I can do an extra five, and then four a day. Are we able to use a teleportation circle to uh, get back? Not sure, because Snagras has not gone to investigate. Basically, what's happened is Anari and Obsidian told you they were going to go and check out more of the space, just to, to at least to the path to the uh, tele the summoning chamber, and then back. And kind of barred things, so you guys have been left here for a couple of hours because they've been kind of going through and being careful and and whatnot. 
Shrag, do you have a way to teleport us back? Mm, not currently, but they talk about the ring. Maybe we can go and finish that, but currently, no. We are just stuck as we are. I'd be happy to use all of my spells if we have a safe way to travel back. If not, that makes me a little bit nervous. You also have a secure space to stay there for a couple of days. Do we want to stay here for a couple of days? I'm getting lots yeah. of funding. I think, that, I think we would have talked about that. We, that was our original plan. Yeah. Was to, oh. We discussed, was we to, discussed yeah. staying in the library until we had ascertained all of the books and so forth that we needed to review and study. All and right. then try to set this up as a base of operation and to make it one. and to make it even safer as a ritual i can cast tiny hook ah excellent all right yeah i'm gonna use all five then all righty so ten so just over just under half of all of the cases opened still have another day of dispelling and then you can Go hog wild in research mode. Hog wild. That's exciting. Can you recover any spells with a short rest since we're kind of bebopping around? Oh, actually, I can cast an extra one. So I can do one from the ring, three, fourth level spell, and I can use my arcane recovery to get another one as well. Nice. There you go. So it's still going to be two days or two long between two long rests to unlock everything in the everything in the vault and make it all accessible okay yeah i want everything take it all back except for the stuff that won't survive the trip yeah okay. we can we can neaten that up into another cabinet and just keep it all together so we can catalog it put it together keep it neat and tidy be it in this room or another one Alrighty. yeah maybe you could make a little note that says like do not remove from shadow fell and like pin it underneath <laughs> Shragnaz holds up his hand. A quill appears from nowhere in his hand, and he writes on the wall. The quill disappears again. That is nifty. <laughs> All the toys. Trying to figure out where it came from. Is that in your sleeve? You are a magical little goblin. Ah, uh, thank right, you. So while they're exploring before they come back, what is it you are doing in there other than dispelling or is it just dispelling the spells and starting to take a look what tell me what you're doing okay so here's an idea is if i use my dispels first i'll then get myself onto the desk and basically we'll then start cataloging reading through them and making a note of them because the um the wand I used to summon the unseen servant for actually then just open the doors just to make sure everything's okay it's going to last for an hour anyway and the rod's going to recharge on a daily basis anyway. So we've got loads of charges to do that. So we don't have to open stuff. And that can just be going backwards and forwards and doing that and bringing them over to the table. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just, um, I want to see, I want to specifically be looking for how to close the door. Once I've done dispelling everything. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a uh, Arcana check. 19 alright uh, going through you do start to see uh, some books and tomes on and ones you've unlocked and talking about how the uh, gate was created um, and in fact it's some very old powerful magics 
and it start you start to piece together because it's some of the translations a little rough because it's an dialect of draconic but you do start to see there is some discussion on how on this gate being made and how it was made and some additional notes uh in a language that you don't understand uh kind of scribbled off to the side because of the journal that outlines this process so like handwritten notes yep that uh, somebody added okay can i tell what language it is the language you don't understand unfortunately okay i don't know what language this is but i think this is the book we need to figure out how to close the the gate to the shadow fell I go on my little sending stone. I don't know why I grabbed my ear. Uh, <laughs> I go on my little sending stone and I'm like, hey, if you guys are almost done, there's some languages in here that I, I don't know. I know you guys are, you know, other languages than me. So maybe you could help us with that. All right. Who so, has her that, and that's what I was about to ask. Did, did we determine which, how we repaired? Is it, I, is it I, me I, and, I uh, it mine. I think I have. Both? one paired with obsidian okay i think so yeah. I th but I've got and then mine is with shrags which is good because that's how the overlay is set up so obsidian and willow will, will are connected and snag and anari are connected okay that works <laughs> okay. so i get it and then i respond that you know we'll be back shortly we got we're almost done with what we're looking at okay stay safe and out there those sending stones are used for the next day okay yeah till dawn <laughs> So, after right. a little while, there's a knock on the door for Obsidian and Anari to come back in. Yo! Boop! <laughs> so, come back in the library, secure it, taking a look. Uh, so, go ahead. Did um, did Obsidian relay to me what Wilhelmina had talked about? I so, I'll say... So. Of course. Okay. Sorry. Uh, just double-checking. Um, so I'll say, I think I have a solution on the, uh, on the language issue. Go ahead and show me the tome that you were talking about. I'm also and thinking then if, uh, if Shrag writes over, it in the book, would the book tell him what it is? Well, I, I think I have a answer. So I'm going to, um, ah, go to my equipment. And I'm going to uh, put down my visor on my helm of comprehend languages. And it says, for the duration, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You also understand any written language that you see, but must be touching the surface on which the words are written. Uh, it takes about one minute to read one page of text. So I'm going to touch the tome and read through the passages and try to understand what is being uh, written on the- Let me read, well, Hank, for the DM, let me read the last piece of that. This spell doesn't decode secret messages in a text or a glyph, such as an arcane sigil that isn't part of a written language. So seems to be a written language, but I just wanted to throw the last part of that out there. Okay. Um, as you're looking at it, cause you know, cool toys and all that, uh, the language is actually abyssal that the notes were written in yeah which i read yeah <laughs> um it's kind of abyssal and you can tell it's like again an old kind of draconic uh some symbols are kind of coded so it's a little hard to tell but it essentially talks about the 
creating of a gate from one plane to the next and some notes that are the notes on the side about as far as what would take to do that uh, essentially this is how Loradak created the gate that led to the shadow that led from the Shadowfell to the prime material plane several hundred years ago and that it takes a lot it takes a lot of force to damage it because you essentially have to break the obelisk or okay. some or a major way a uh, major high-level spell to dispel the enchantment that causes the gate. Um, the 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 way it was closed the first time was there had to be two two people on either side, one to try and try to dis to try to reduce the magic ability, and the other one had to the other one buried the buried the obelisk in a landslide in order to try to close the gate. But if you want to close it permanently, you you kind of need to dispel all the magic in the to make the obelisk inert or break it on the uh, on one side or the other so either destroy the obelisk or dispel the magic those are kind of the two options pretty much okay hey probably why that glyph is here so the person that was on the inside could get out yeah ah uh, yes that makes sense so after having discovered this information then um We'll, I'll uh, tap Trag on the shoulder and kind of signal for him to come along, and I'll take him over to show him the uh, teleport circles in the room to see if he can actually, while he's there, decipher and maybe come up with a way to establish either a teleportation means at that room or maybe recreate it within the, the secret uh, library room. So just a quick question scoop with hmm. the circles obviously i had to complete the one back at the other library and this one here is also incomplete uh it's faded faded okay faded and kind of kind of uh faded and kind of damaged. it wasn't maintained right okay even oh, even, oh, a, even a permanent teleportation circle requires some type of maintenance cool. this one has gone three four a couple hundred years unmaintained Cool. I wasn't quite sure whether maybe somebody had actually deliberately broken both the circles to break connection. Uh, give me an investigation check. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, thank you. That is a dirty 20. Uh, there are some scratches in some of the glyphs. Uh, most, and uh, you kind of piece together that it's from some chests, some of the, the empty chests being kind of dragged across some of the... Uh, but it is repairable. It would probably take you about a day, a, a day or so, to repair it, and then you would be able to use that gate to to get it to function again. And if your next question is, "Can I connect to the Twilight Mansion?" Yes. Once you repair the gate, you should be able to put in, put in, and uh, cat and and do the do the do the casting to do that if you have access to teleportation spell. Mind that might be an issue. Question for you. <laughs> well, two questions for you then. Does it, uh, while well, I ask Shrag, does this look like it can reach out to any place else besides the mansion? If so, we may not want to use this one. Second, we have our little um, drop pod stones that have access to a teleport spell, but it's a unique item would that be of assistance if not we know um 
uh, the Lord at the mat at the mansion is looking at hiring a mage. Uh, we'll get him to assist. Hopefully, he will be a high enough level for teleport. I mean, just again another silly question with regards to the the style of the actual teleportation circles. Would it be so almost like a, a wizard's signature in the fact that they would be designed in a certain way, or are they just fairly generic in the design of them? Oh, the like everything magic users, they're the the oh the caster as a particular flair on things or uh, especially when it's a home when it's a created spell by a high level magic user there'll be some influx or signature so to speak cool. kind of like kind of like you, you uh, a monet uh painting has some kind of identifier yep. that monet did it so cool. magic magic and custom spells kind of work in that same sense cool so given how all this looks faded given the way the shadowfell works time wise that could influence it does it have the same feel as if the same person at the mansion created it? Oh no. Cool. No, no we're talking we're at, we're 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 talking five hundred years difference. Cool. In which case, then yeah, it could go elsewhere. <laughs> it could have been set to do something else. So yeah. Oh yes. Uh, this uh, as you're looking at this one, taking the notes, and now getting that because while Obsidian was uh, was thorough in his. There are some finer details that you're that you're picking up as you kind of go through this, because you have the book and books influence as well. Uh, this is actually could go to just about any plane, anywhere. So that would that would be this would be a really good base of operations for us to establish then, because with that, once Shrek starts learning how to do this, then we can essentially go anywhere we need to go. Or want to go. Or want to go. Yeah, that's true. You see you see icons that depict Sigil. You see icons that depict the elemental plane of fire, water. You see stuff that indicates a land uh, called Exandria. You see pics that little that show Faerun, Ravnica. You see them all on here. This is your gateway to about anything. Cool. Um, just from, uh, again, the exploration that Obsidian and I have done while they've been studying, um, have we cleared out most of that area? You basically that, gone from, from, from where we locked out the secret, the, secret we the, the escape path all the way down to the library. So there's still backtracking through the vaults and whatnot. And then there's still the rooms that you have not searched are all still there. Um, which we will get to, uh, on our next session because it's almost one o'clock unfortunately i don't have a really cool cliffhanger because <laughs> everybody is away and no one would hear it if i did have it so yeah we're gonna go oh. with it's been a study mission study mission i don't know i mean the uh, circle opening up to anywhere we want to go that's a pretty big drop yeah, it is it is yeah. pretty cool i'm liking it okay so you'll take the long you. rest and then you'll be good and uh yeah. the next day going through more so we'll uh we'll say we'll, we'll pick up with the with uh the next day uh okay. again trying to secure going through what you can secure and and checking things and clearing out the trash and then moving in to explore the other rooms because if you want to do it as a pair or as a group how do you how you want to try and do that which i'll give you you have the week to think about it to discuss it yeah yeah and then next week we'll work on that plan of action to uh go with that okay. and uh 
taking a moment to thank the chat, thank the community. Uh, Rack Oren, thank you for the bits. Uh, thanks for coming to check us out. Uh, he had a great comment when he first came in. Woohoo! AMD and D and D in the morning. <laughs> it's like glad we can uh, make your morning enjoyable. It's a great uh, way to start a Saturday morning. Oh yes, lovely. Um, and thank you, everyone else, uh, all the subs, the bits, and everything that keeps this channel going because it takes resources to do this. And without your support, we would just be talking into the void. And sometimes that's not necessarily a good thing. But that being said, uh, we're all going to spend take our afternoons. And uh, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, we will be back for Challenge Accepted. Uh, they will continue their murder mystery investigation. Um, with, uh, if anybody has anything else, then we will wish you all a wonderful afternoon, a wonderful weekend, and we will see you on our next stream. Bye, everybody. Bye.